Hi guys, I'm Bree. And I'm Allie, and this is Off Script. If you think about it, books are potential scripts for movies. When this adaptation happens, typically it's disappointing because they went off script. In this series, we will be talking about how off script they went. Okay, I said I'd be home by seven, so hopefully. Yep, we got this. Okay. Uh, hello. Hello. And welcome to Off Script, the podcast where we compare books and movies. Just for you. Yep. Today. I'm Bree. Oh, I'm Allie. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I always forget that part. Yeah. <laughs> um, today we're doing Eclipse. Yes, finally. My favorite out of the whole series, guys. So then I'm also kind of sad that we're doing it. You're sad. Well, I'm it. not sad, guys. <laughs> this. <sighs> I didn't have any problems with this movie before we did this. Because in high school when I saw this, nope. Oh, it might have been. It, when was it released? Yeah, it, re- it was released right after. I remember I was really excited because they also were wearing blue and yellow and that was our school colors when we graduated. Oh, yeah. Uh, so in high school when I was watching Twilight and Moon getting ready for Eclipse, I told myself, I was like, Knowing how badly they screw up some of the Harry Potter books. Not from personal experience, having read it and witnessing it, but from hearing everyone else say it. uh, I knew that movies just screwed up books. So I went into the movies kind of like with just a short little list of like, I want them to hit this, 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 and this, and I'll be happy. And Eclipse hits everything that I would have wanted out of the book. But now that I'm comparing it in this way, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the worst one that we've got. Yeah. So this might be a long podcast. You're in for luck. You're in for luck? (laughs) You're in luck. You're in for... What would the other saying be that I mixed? You're You're in for a long ride. (laughs) Something like that. You're You're in in for luck. You're in for luck, guys. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. I feel like there was something else I was going to start with equip. Equips. Equips. I can't remember. All right. Okay. I don't know either. I'll figure it out. Okay. Okay. Um, our picture. Mm, let's see. We just recorded a mini-sode. Yeah. You have heard it months ago. <laughs> <laughs> months ago, a month ago. Oh, man. Yeah, we're getting... Yeah, we're, I'm <laughs> Allie's stressing. I'm like low key kind of stressed, but I'm trying not to stress so much. So, you guys, if we end up having to do release one podcast every two weeks, <laughs> just deal with it because <laughs> we're getting. I don't think we're going to get. I don't think Allie's realizing that, like, with Breaking Dawn, we have two episodes. In and so book. that's yeah, going to, that puts us halfway through April is our like next not halfway through april the second week of april uh-huh. is when our other books need to be starting and we're halfway through february we're like a month and a half ahead of okay. our schedule okay, okay so we're okay. fine True. it's just that we aren't we started this season off so great guys we were like two months ahead of our schedule but then life got complicated we couldn't record like trips happened yeah like i'm record we're recording right now sunday while my kids are still awake like it's just gotten like yeah 
we have to record when we can record because it's yeah uh, we don't have a great schedule at the moment yes we did for a while and then yeah. you know we but also want to have life lives happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so we'll figure it out we'll still heal for you yes we are okay we're making it work yep shall we start yeah okay here's our synopsis Danger once again surrounds Bella as a string of mysterious killings terrorize Seattle and a malicious vampire continues her infernal quest for revenge amid her amid the chaos. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> amid her chaos. <laughs> Bella must choose between her love for Edward and her friendship with Jacob, knowing that her decision may ignite the long simmering feud between vampire and werewolf. Well, that Google. I think that was IMDb. Oh. I know. Okay. I Google. Actually, that one might have been Google. I don't know. I go between Google and IMDb. Okay. Why? Was it good? Do you think I wrote it? No, just uh, I thought you wrote it just because of this her and friendship. her friendship with Jacob. Oh. I was like, girl. No, I didn't. I didn't do that part. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Author Stephanie Meyer. Director David Slade. Yeah. And screenplay writer still Melissa Rosenberg. Good job. Mm-hmm. Book came out August seventh, two thousand seven. Movie June twenty fourth, twenty ten. That was one of my old friends' birthdays. Oh, wow. And <laughs> the difference is three years. Yeah, still. Mm-hmm. Okay. So would you see first or read first? <laughs> How do I ask that like simply? Or do which I ha- did you do first <laughs> so that sounds stupid too which which first yeah just that yeah okay which first book book mine actually was book, book two yeah yeah which we were realizing when we watched it i was like oh. i i knew for a fact when she was reading it i was like she hasn't seen any of this <laughs> no i was like i have not seen this movie at all i mean it doesn't help that the movie is nothing like the book but <laughs> yeah <laughs> But I really thought I had seen all the movies. Could you imagine if you're reading it and you're like, wow, I didn't see it. And then you start watching it and you're like, wow, I did see it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's really what I thought was going to happen. Just like Twilight and New Moon. I didn't remember chunks of it. I don't think you've seen Breaking Dawn Part 1. I don't think I have either. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. So now that we've read it, what's our initial thoughts of the plot? Uh, still tried and true this is my favorite book out of the series it's oh i love it so much i did not well, like this understand one why. <laughs> i didn't i mean i liked it because it's still twilight, twilight and mm-hmm. has the same feel it just wasn't i don't know i mean the <laughs> end was cool like i liked when werewolves and vampires teamed up that was fun but you didn't like the drama between because you because you don't read it like that I don't. You don't read. Allie doesn't read this as a love triangle. I don't. Okay. So here's, here's, we figured this out actually. So, well, one, I just don't read Jacob as a love triangle because I am in Bella's point of view. So mm-hmm. she sees him as a best friend. Apparently this is Bree's thought. Mm-hmm. So he, but he always just seems like the big brother, the best friend. Like even when he does the awkward, like freaking mouth rape kiss scene i'm like well that's unfortunate and it actually made me like waver if i was team jacob because yeah. i was so angry with him mm-hmm. 
And um, um, where were they going with this? That I think you see him through Bella's eyes. Oh, yeah. So I just even after that. And before that, like the in between, like I just see him as like being super protective of her. And so and then we don't know if that's because I know how it ends. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. I'm like, I really I think if you didn't know, maybe I would have been reading it differently. Yeah. And we also figured out why. Yeah. I can't officially pick a team. Yeah. <laughs> And why she's not totally team Edward. Yes. Or totally team Jacob. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've come to the conclusion that I'm very cynical when it comes to love stories. <laughs> yes. I hate that people are in love and I'm not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that Bella gets her eternity with Edward, I'm like, mm-hmm. screw you. <laughs> but that's also not it because I'm like, I don't hate love yeah so that's why i'm still like okay you know i think she gets to be with her soulmate she doesn't have to go with the (gasps) next best thing oh you just smacked your funny butt yeah that'll hurt (laughs) i guess that might be it i don't know i don't know because i don't think you're that cynical of love i just think that you are butthurt about it maybe a little bit i also think this book helped with this yeah, and I think that's why I wasn't super yeah. uh, still at Edward is because he's been written as so perfect, and yeah. so this book showed his flaws, mm-hmm. and so I liked that. Damn, maybe you should read Midnight Sun. Maybe because like you would see, I was worried about having you read it because Twilight, you hated him, and I was like, oh, if you read this, you would hate him. But Twilight is Bella being madly in love with him and only seeing his greatness and his non-flaws. And Midnight Sun is him telling all his flaws and being like, dude, she shouldn't be with me. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I will. But then I think I'm still Team Jacob because other than the cringeworthy moments in this book that make me just so angry (laughs) his personality specifically before he was a werewolf Mm -hmm. really remind me of cameron Mm -hmm. like um into cars super into cars joking around like the friend first and it's like he just reminded me of cameron and i think that's why i got drawn to him Mm -hmm. but then i'm still obviously edward and bella belong together so i think i'm so i'm mixed i'm a mixed team <laughs> mixed emotions yes so i'm what did we what did i say a jackward a jackward jackward sounds so it sounds bad horrible. <laughs> well, it needs to be like ed, ed cub ed cub ed cub no ed ed wub ed wub ed wub ed wub it's a little ed wub okay i'm team ed wub that's my new favorite thing (laughs) Uh, so why 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 are your initial thoughts this we went off on a random tangent for your initial thoughts i'm like what were my initial thoughts oh that just wasn't my favorite (laughs) yeah i think it's because of the love triangle and yeah we kind of discussed that yeah and just i don't like how jacob acted in it at all I think it wouldn't have been my favorite if Edward acted like this too. 
<laughs> like the movie. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Uh, I wish they let Rob play the good Edward. <laughs> um. See, whereas I like that we actually get the love triangle in this, and that you get to see Edward be the jealous boyfriend, and like see his boyfriend side come out you, he's not vampire in this like yes he has his moments obviously because they have to fight but in this he's solely her boyfriend mm-hmm. there's nothing else in his way from being that finally mm-hmm. and you get to see that and you get to see her try to be friends with jacob too and you get to see how jacob is so mean and doesn't want her around edward and is always like oh is he letting you come and she's like dude be nice about it like, yeah if you stop that's hey. the thing too i hate that he doesn't listen to bella who jacob oh yeah i mean edward doesn't at the jealousy part either i no. mean ed i'm not gonna defend what jacob did because it really pisses me off <sighs> but we'll get there yeah just stay tuned you guys <laughs> we have a lot of emotions in yes we do book okay so why do we pick Maybe. it oh because it's my favorite. No. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And then I picked it because Twilight. Duh. Duh. Okay. Ready? I got some good ones. Okay. I hope you don't know some of these, but you probably will know them. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Allie's super fun facts. <laughs> Jackson. Gosh. Jackson <laughs> Rathborn. Hey. He has a hard name. What? I'm not going to be able to put this in, but uh, we can fix all of our screw-ups that we I did know. last night. <laughs> exactly. Okay, sorry. Okay, so Jackson Rathborn. That's hard to say. <laughs> Jackson Rathborn. Jasper. Yep. His favorite actress is Bryce Dallas Howard. So when Aww. she got to play, he was so excited. Oh, He cute. didn't have a scene with her. I know. Guy. Oh, wait, uh, yes, he did. Did he? The dream. Oh, that's right. Aw, I'm happy for him. Aw. I did not know that one. Okay. So originally in the scene where Jacob carries Bella to mass yeah. descent. Oh, yeah. Oh, I already know this. Wow. What is it? Uh, it? Is it that they like had a rig to help him mm-hmm. with her, but he was like, nah, I got this. And it was more that it didn't look right. Yeah. So he's like, I can do it myself. Yeah. And he did. So he really was carrying her. He did. But Kristen has said that it was hard for him. Oh, yeah. It says <laughs> uh, after his arms felt like jello the rest of the day, basically. <laughs> He's like, I'm done, guys. Yeah. I mean, One I scene and done. <laughs> I, mean, I don't blame him. <laughs> Especially imagine how many times they had to do reshoots or like. Right. Okay. We didn't get it. Gotta go again. <laughs> I feel like, oh, gosh. Okay. David Slade, the director, <laughs> has stated that Nikki Reed, Rosalie, fight scenes at the climax were left out because there was problems with the film and because it was underexposed and because of this there just wasn't time to reshoot them so she did all that work and she didn't get to be all her fight scenes were in the movie drew barrymore was almost considered as a director whoa that would have been wouldn't that have been interesting yeah that would have okay and then Especially David Slade kind of David Slade has a horror movie background, and so that's kind of why. Oh, interesting. He worked with this because this is the first like horror esque of the yeah Twilight sagas. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. 
Tom Felton and Channing Tatum almost played Riley. What? <laughs> I mean, how cool would that have been? It would have been like Cedric and Malfoy, Malfoy. back together. <laughs> that would have been cool. So they would have basically been fighting each other. Like they weren't, but they... No, they would have. They yeah. kind of would have. Yeah. Oh, well. Channing Tatum would have been weird, though. Chen- yeah, that would have been weird. He's way too old. I mean, even back then, yeah. I feel like he would have been way too old looking. Yeah. 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 Plus, I think like I think it works because they make Riley a scrawny kid. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I really like who played him. So. Yeah, Xavier does great. Yeah. I wish I don't know that he's acting still. He's a cutie. Okay, so the last one. I just thought this one was fun. It's a, it's a long one, so bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> Prior to the release of the movie, the Volvo company sponsored an online game in several countries, including the U.S., which gave, they gave away a car of the same make and color as Edward Silver, Silver Volvo featured in the Twilight films. The game was called Lost in Forks, and it was a maze-style game which the players had to drive around the town of Forks, Washington, and the fastest player to reach Bella's graduation party and the Cullen's house in the shortest number of road forks. The, uh, the game featured several locations featuring the bookstores, and the ha- La Push and Bella's house and all this sort of stuff. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> it was like a little mobile Twilight game to give give a car away. I do remember that. Did you play it? I think I did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think I did once and then I was like, no, this is dumb. <laughs> That's so funny. I did anything and everything. Twilight. I, I even know. had the Twilight like board game. Of it wasn't course. really a board game. It was a trivia board game thing. Did anyone play with you? No, that's why I had to get rid of it. And now I wish I didn't because I would force I'd be a game night twilight. Dude, like I would know anything even after I would reading. kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I didn't. I was like, it was, and it was all movies, not even book. Oh. Yeah. Was it seen it? Kind of, but not. It was oh. like Twilight's own interesting thing. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's cool. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah. Are we ready to start this thing? Yeah, let's do, do it. Okay. All right. It starts off with a preface. There's a battle going on. The Cullens might die. <gasps> Bella might die. What? And then she hears a wolf howl. <gasps> what? A wolf howl? And that wasn't how the movie started at all. And I was really sad about that. No, not at all. <laughs> like, not in the slightest. I really loved the second one and how... <laughs> the preface the yeah how it was like a legit clip of the scene yeah sorry it doesn't yeah. happen anymore <laughs> yeah. okay my bad <laughs> no so the movie starts and it starts <laughs> oh does it start how does it does it start <laughs> oh it just stopped <laughs> i was like we're done <laughs> no uh so it starts and we're following this kid who looks like he's in his early 20s and we see him come out of a bar and of course it's raining because they have to be stereotypical and show that Seattle's rainy (laughs) and he starts to get terrorized by something that he can't see what could it be it's running super fast and there's scary music playing around and He's yelling at it, running away from it. And then he gets bit on his hand. And then he 
falls to the ground and starts crying out in pain. Mm-hmm. And that was never seen in the book. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Riley, you don't meet him until the very end. Yes. Yep. But I do like that in the movie, they give you the bad guy's side of it. Oh, I totally love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. It was way more interesting. Mm-hmm. I love being a watcher and seeing both sides. Yeah. I mean, it's fun too to be surprised. Yeah. But it's, I like the behind the scenes. Yeah. Especially like I said in New Moon, what my uncle said, where a lot of times, because Bella's never in the action, Bella's never yeah. a part of whatever is going on. Uh-huh. So you never see the like, there's always the buildup. Bella gets taken away from whatever is happening. And then, yeah. The little damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> damsel in distress. That's a human, so she can't be there. I know. Should have uh-huh. turned her sooner, Edward. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> uh, we'll hear all about it. This <laughs> book, won't we? <laughs> yes, we will. Um, the other thing, too, though, is I like the scenes with Victoria and Riley because they're kind of sort of scenes from the short second life of Brie Tanner. So it's kind of nice to see those scenes come to play too. Which is a short story related to to Eclipse. Very cool. Yeah. She wrote so many off stories. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. I know. Let's start. So Bella is grounded. Technically we already started. (sighs) Okay. Now we'll start the story, not the preface. Okay. (laughs) So Bella is grounded from seeing Edward, except at school, obviously, and seven thirty to nine every night. Like, what a nice dad she has. (laughs) No way I would let my kids (laughs) grounded. But also, it's been a while. She's been grounded for a while. So we don't know how long like Yeah ease the reins bit that's true and charlie's just awesome he is charlie's also charlie is a single dad who kind of like he doesn't want his daughter to hate him and yeah mm-hmm. yeah he's present but he's also not super present yeah so yep very true so charlie's reading a newspaper and there's a lot of murders going on in seattle and uh they chat about that for a little bit and bella and charlie then keep talking about how she's been doing really good so he's gonna put her on parole but She needs to go see her friends, especially Jacob, because he's super depressed and sad right now. And Bella's kind of thinking like, okay, but I've been trying to call him and he keeps like ignoring my (laughs) calls and I've been reaching out and like he's not two way street here. Yes. And he's not contacting back. And so Charlie then gives her an envelope and she's been accepted to the University of Alaska. So she's like, sweet. Got my cover story. Is it Alaska University or University of Alaska? University of Alaska. Okay. All right. And so then Edward shows up and he has more applications. She's like, oh my gosh. And Charlie's like, I'll leave you two alone. And so he leaves and she's like, we don't need to do this anymore. I got my cover story. I got accepted. We'll just go up there. <laughs> and Edward's like, nope. And he's like, but I also like, it's a cover story. Why are they really going to go to Alaska? Like, I get why they're going to Alaska, but like, right. You don't have to go where you got accepted, girl. Exactly. Go find a different remote location. Yeah. I almost said because it'll be too cold and then i was like oh wait that won't bother them cold don't bother me anyway mm. maybe elsa's a vampire <gasps> i bet she is mm-hmm. With magical powers. Mm-hmm. makes sense <laughs> she's jane just nicer <laughs> way nicer <laughs> <What the heck? laughs> she go torturing everybody i can see elsa torturing everybody she's making it snow that's torture oh, <laughs> She's trying not to. She doesn't know how to make it stop. 
Well, that's her own damn fault. <laughs> it's actually her parents' fault. Don't How dare me, you don't die? Get me started on this. Oh my gosh, uh, she had the worst parents. Anyways, yeah, she did. Okay, a little Disney tangent. Here we go. Let's see where we're like. Oh yeah. So Edward sees the newspaper, and he's like, "Oh, these are brand new vampires. These are all." And she's like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, that's you know what they are." <laughs> and so. Gonna go. He doesn't know that they're newborns yet. Yeah, he, okay, he knows it's vampire vampires. work. There you go. Goodness, whatever. <sighs> whatever. Okay. It takes him until he's around Jasper for him to piece that together. That's right. Okay, so Bella tells Edward how she wants to go see Jacob. Like Edward or Charlie are going parole, so like, but I have to go see Jacob. And he's like, nah. You can't do that because you can't go see werewolves without a vampire and we're not allowed over there. <laughs> and she's like, what the heck? What? And so um, he's being very controlling at this point. <laughs> he's being protective. It's so sweet. <laughs> and so we learned that the uh, Treaty of the Vampires and Werewolves was made 70 years ago. And Edward's like, yeah. And you're so unlucky. The werewolves came back. They've been gone. And she's like, no, they came back because the vampires are back and edward's like oh oh carly will be interested to hear about that so i was like oh, is that not really what it is because that's what i think it is <laughs> <laughs> that's what i think it is <laughs> yeah that's that all right the movie i'm going to warn you guys the movie is so different <laughs> it has all like the key elements but yeah very yeah. different I, order i realized with this read-through comparison that we're doing now going into the series eclipse is my favorite book and therefore i've always equated that eclipse was my favorite movie and i do enjoy the movie don't get me wrong even after this debacle but, <laughs> uh but i realized it's because when i went and saw it for the first time I had been able to differentiate between book and movie. Mm -hmm. And so I just had my like five things that I absolutely wanted in the movie. And I was like, okay, it better have this. 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 And it had all those things. Not in the right order. Not done properly. But it was there. So I was like, perfect. Solid. Great movie. But then doing when I was reading the book, I kept texting Allie going, oh my gosh, this podcast is going to be long. <laughs> You'll have to let us know when the, your five things pop up. Okay. Okay. Now I'm interested. I know a couple of them. I know. You do know a couple of them. Mm -hmm. Do I know them? Because <laughs> <laughs> I should say, do I remember them? <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. I'll be able to. Okay. I'll be able to. Okay. Okay. You didn't bring up Withering Heights. Oh, yeah. Withering Heights is a thing in this book where Bella loves it. And Edward's like, why? Because <laughs> all these characters suck. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, Edward, you get some points. And he's just like, "They're none, none of the characters are redeemable. And I'm like, ah. Someone who understands. Finally, I feel heard. I love Withering Heights, which also I think might be why this book is my favorite because it's brought up like four times yeah well also because the love triangle is hardcore 
Bella is Catherine, Edward is Heathcliff, and Jacob is Edgar. Yeah. So, and it gets played into that. Like, not not as much as Withering Heights, obviously. I know. I love that, though, because last book was Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. And so Edward went and offed himself. So for, yeah. he thought Bella died. So mm-hmm. he went to. It was like, mm-hmm. I like how they tie the classics into into mm-hmm. the Good job, story. Stephanie. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> was there one in Twilight? <laughs> I always think it's going to be Withering Heights. Right, because they talk about that one. Yeah, but it's more so, um, I think, I haven't read the three books I get brought up. Oh. So it's either Pride and Prejudice, Sense and Sensibility, or Emma. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you know, tell us. Yes, tell us. Although all of those are on our list. <laughs> yes, they are. So <laughs> if you don't tell us, we'll find out. <laughs> uh Withering Heights is not a thing in the movie, and that makes me upset, obviously. (laughs) How dare they? Okay, so the movie, after we've seen Riley turn into a vampire, it starts in the meadow with Bella and Edward hanging out. Bella's doing homework, and Edward's like, you should just marry me. And she's like, nah, that's how... uh, That's what you do when you're... Covering up. A, a pregnancy or knocked up or something. Yeah. That's how girls my age say that they just got knocked up or something. She says it so I wanted to quote it because <laughs> I like that line. <laughs> but I can't think of it. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> I can't. I'm upset. So they then go back and forth and edward's making all of his arguments for marriage and it's like what's the difference between me and you like we're gonna be vampires like <laughs> thank you edward 100 <laughs> percent agree <laughs> so then bell's like we can't get married because you have to go take me home so then she goes home and charlie's there waiting for her and he's like what is that kid trying to brown with me or something four o'clock on the dot because Bella's grounded still and need to be home at four o'clock. And it makes me sad because you don't get to see a Charlie Edward relationship at all in the movies. Ever. And it's so sad. I I like their relationship in the books. <laughs> Charlie hates him. He hates him, but he tolerates him. Yes. <laughs> and like Edward just sits there. And the best part is that Edward can read his mind. I know. So like, it's like, this guy hates me, but. You can't do anything about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So then, if vampires don't get brought up attacking Seattle quite like they do in the book, at this point in time, Charlie is reading a newspaper with a headline that basically says that things are happening in Seattle that's, like, being terrorized. And so, throughout the movie, we only see, like, Riley's missing persons report the newspaper with that and then like the tv in the colon's house says something about serial killers at some point too so that's how they link that into the story for the movie was riley in the book was we didn't even know about him right Mm -hmm. so he wasn't a missing kid from Mm -mm. forks Mm -mm. okay it was this comes into play for the scene that doesn't happen between bella and charlie okay keep going me you my next note is that this is my favorite soundtrack. So. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. 
my little niece just told us, my sister-in-law and uh, niece just had a Twilight Marathon yesterday, which I thought was hilarious. Hell yeah. And she's seven. And she's like, I want all the Twilight music at my wedding. <laughs> it's like, so oh good. Oh my gosh, she's so cute. <laughs> I'm down. I'll have a Twilight themed uh, wedding, except for I also want a Star Wars themed wedding. So that will be quite the mashup. Hell yeah. Vampires and Jedi and Sith. You should have one of those wedding cakes that like it looks like it's being like cut open cut and open. Yeah, like or like the drapes are being opened and inside is one on the outside is a different one. My aunt told me that she would make my cake, the one that who made my Twilight cake. Uh-huh. And so I bet you she would love that. She already she, before I even came up with the idea of having a Star Wars cake, she was like, I'm gonna make your wedding cake. I bet you it's gonna be Star Wars. <laughs> I was like Yes, it will. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so your aunt made you a Twilight birthday cake? Yes, for my 16th birthday. She made Edward and Bella in the meadow the first time she sees him sparkling. And she made it out of fondant. And I kept... I don't have them anymore because they ended up like breaking. And like Edward's mm. foot broke off. And her hair was falling all over the place. And I was like, you're getting dusty and I don't need you. So I <laughs> tossed it. And I kind of wish I kept it. But they were made out of fondant. And it was a beautiful cake that she had put black fondant on. And she put little frosted grass on it mm-hmm. with them in the middle. And he's laying down with like an arm behind his head with his eyes closed with like a little smirk on his face. And she's sitting up all wide eyed like, whoa, with his hand in her hand. And my aunt even put like glitter dusting on him. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. That's one of my favorite cakes that I've ever had. Yeah. Does she work at like a bakery or is it just for fun? Just for fun. She wanted to be able to start making her kids fun cakes. Uh And in return, I got really fun cakes, especially when I was living there. She made me a Nightmare Before Christmas cake, a cake that had, (laughs) I wanted an Oscars cake. And so she made me a red coffee cop it what cop it what cop it with an oscar on top <laughs> that's really cool yeah so yeah now she also made me the tardis the tardis yeah that's cool yeah it was this we were celebrating my birthday in september which is sierra's birthday so mm-hmm. she did it for me and sierra that's fun yeah. yeah how cool okay so now back to the book we are at school and i love that all Bella's friends sit with <laughs> Edward and Alice and yeah. Bella at the table. Yeah. And so they're just chit-chatting and Angela's like, oh my gosh, I have so many, th- or not thank you, invitations to write <laughs> for graduation. I haven't graduated yet. No thanks. No, yes. <laughs> graduation invites to write. And Bella's like, I'll help you. And um, Mike's complaining about his car's not working and Edward's like, oh, I, I can uh, fix it for you. And... <laughs> What? <laughs> that kind of accent was that? That's going to fix it for you. I don't know. What Are you that? now dragging? <laughs> oh my God. I mean, he's a vampire. I can fix it for you. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. I lost my... Oh, everybody's... Oh, gosh. All right, let's try this. <sighs> so Edward is like, I'll fix your car for you. Or I can look at it for you. And Mike's like in utter shock, like, uh, and I just thought that was hilarious. He's like, this guy who never has talked to me before is like offering to fix my car. Who I hate. Yes. Because he's with the girl I want to be with. Yep. <laughs> so while they're all talking and chit chatting at the table, Bella notices that Alice is having a vision 
and she looks kind of freaked out and Edward looks kind of worried and but he doesn't tell Bella at all she's like I know you, you tell me and uh I don't remember what he says what was his excuse what'd she say oh in the movie he he saw in the in the movie it's such a stupid excuse yeah in the book it's because she saw Jasper going down to his family in the south oh okay and she was worried about that yes all right okay which we later find out is not what she really but also later 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 you find out about that family in the south yes and why alice would be worried about that yes stay tuned you'll find out in this episode (laughs) in this book (laughs) read it (laughs) so um as they're going on their way home this is when we get the talk about no, my mom's going to freak out if I'm married before I'm 30. Like, no, I don't want to get married right now. And she, he finds her birthday gifts. And he noticed that she hasn't used the plane ticket to Florida yet. And he's like, oh, this is about to expire. We should go. And she's like, yeah, right. Charlie just let me be on parole. He's not going to let me go fly across the country. It's <laughs> like, you, she, he can't stop you from seeing your mom. He's, he's, he's like, got a point. <laughs> that's true. Uh but Bella's like, no, you know, I'm not even going to try. Uh, after dinner, here comes Edward. Like, oh, Charlie, did you know that Bella has some plane tickets that Esme and Carlisle got her? And <laughs> said Esme. I didn't almost say Renesme. I almost oh. said Rosalie. Oh. <laughs> even worse. I know. <laughs> um, I was like, where was that heart coming <laughs> And she needs to use them. And of course, Charlie's like, what? No, like, no, she's not going away with you. Blah, 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 blah. And, but, you know, Edward's pushing. And he's like, I don't even remember how, but he's pushing and pushing. And so finally, Charlie agrees. Oh, because then Edward's like, well, she's not grounded anymore. Yeah. And then (laughs) Bella jumps in and starts defending because Edward's, yeah, yeah, good girlfriend would do. And, yeah. she gets pissed because it was edward kind of tricking her into doing <laughs> yeah. it and it was just weird too because she didn't understand because edward always does what she wants and she, he was not letting this one go yeah man good job edward finally yeah. standing well, up for yourself time you do it. it's for something stupid like this I know. yeah just watch you guys Edward does not, for the rest, oh my gosh, it drives me crazy. Do you think if he stood his ground, you would be Team Edward? I think maybe. Like, not obnoxiously, <laughs> yeah. like, pushing her around, but like, man, he has no backbone. Have no backbone, yeah. No, he doesn't. Poor guy. <laughs> well, she's just a, I'll a treat witch, you too. better. Come she to just, me. She just doesn't take no for an answer either, except for here. Because she has no choice. Exactly. He, he tricked her into it. Yeah, he got Charlie to be on board. Yes. So. And so anyway, so then Edward leaves. And because he's like, ha ha, I won. I'm going to go, you know, pack or tell them we're leaving. Mm-hmm. And um, no, it's the, okay, I can't be here right now because it's your time to not have anyone here. So oh. I'm going to go home and then I'll see you tonight. Oh, got it. Okay. And so, um, uh, then Charlie starts like trying to have the sex talk with Bella and she's like, Oh my gosh, dad, please stop. This is disgusting. And this was one of the things that I wanted in the movie. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. And it was. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
And so she's like, I got, I'm going to go see Jake. And so she goes to see Jacob. And I really thought that this was going to get left out because I was like, why would they keep the sex talking? Because <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and um, she goes to see Jacob, but her car won't start. And then all of a sudden, Edward's there. Bum, bum, bum. Holding part of her car in his hands. <laughs> right? That was in the book. Yes. He was yes. holding it. He's holding a little black piece of her car. Yeah. Don't know what it is. <laughs> Some car thing. <laughs> yep. And she's pissed. And she goes back to her room. She's like, I have car troubles. And Charlie's like, you want me to drive you? She's like, no. And she just <laughs> slams her door. <laughs> and then she slams her window because Edward's like, I'll understand if you don't want me to stay the night tonight. And so she slams the window. But then she's like, huffs off and is like, and then she opens it. <laughs> just, oh my gosh. Just can't even stand that. Uh, so in the movie, after Charlie tells Bella that she's paroled and she needs to see other friends she goes upstairs and is like jacob doesn't want to see me and she pulls out his note and tries to call him but she gets the voicemail and she's bombed so then she's like you know what i'm gonna go drive down to visit him she gets in her car and her car doesn't start and she's like what and the camera like follows her as she gets in her car and then it pans over so you can't see her passenger seat and then it pans over after you hear a kunk and then there's Edward. I thought that was a cool. Like, I really liked the camera work on that one. Yeah. It and was I like, very neat. And yeah, and Kristen's face was actually kind of cute. She was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. She like knew right away. She um, acted it well. Yes. But also, in the, I made Allie watch the commentary with me, guys. And at this part, I got so excited because I've watched the commentary probably like 30 or 40 times, if not more. <laughs> I love i also think this is why this movie is my favorite because i just watch the commentary all the time because i love rob <laughs> and i realized right before it came up i like sat right up and was like oh my god he's about to say something that's amazing what did he say i'll I'm, let you do it i'm batman yes <laughs> and he is batman, batman. <laughs> Except for the poor guy doesn't even get to say I'm Batman in the movie. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> he just says, I'm vengeance. <laughs> Which is almost a little bit cooler, but. You don't get the line. Yeah. But yeah, he was making a joke about how I can't even remember the line that he says in the movie. But he's like, that's what I should have said. Because <laughs> how he pops in like out of nowhere. Yeah. Just like Batman does. Mm-hmm. Oh, he knew it. It was pretty funny. Yes. And then Edward isn't playing with the car part. So he just tells her, like, your car's not going to start. I can't remember exactly what he says. But yeah. basically, he's like, sorry, I'm not letting you go down to the werewolves. So, oh my <laughs> so then she storms into the house. And then it's the next day at school. And we see everyone at the lunch table. And our first big difference is the fact that Jasper is at school with them. He's supposed to be graduated. Yeah, he's supposed to be off to college. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Uh, the other thing is Jessica's working on her valedictorian speech at the table. In the book, Eric is the valedictorian, not her. Oh, speaking of, here, fun fact, but I saved it for this scene. Oh, hey. It says, in the movie, Angela says to Eric, 
this is why you're not valedictorian. <laughs> but in the book, he is valedictorian. Yes. <laughs> Every time she says it, I'm like, but, 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 but. <laughs> He's supposed to be. But Jessica is in the damn movie. Jessica. Understandably so. You got to give Annie Kendrick a few more lines. I know. So, yeah, makes sense. So then you see Alice have a vision and Bella distracts everyone from it. So then after that scene, we see Edward drop Bella off at the cop station or the police station, the cop station. The police station for Charlie. Like, why is he not taking her home? <laughs> Didn't he do this last time too? Yes. Gosh. Well, not last Twilight. Yes. Oh yeah, Twilight. Yep. Like, I don't want to go all the way to your house. I'm just gonna stop here. <laughs> it's probably to like reinforce that Charlie is a cop. Yeah, <laughs> but it's so stupid. Oh, gosh. So then, in this scene, you get. Bella's like, what was Alice's vision? Or like, why did you look like that? And he's like, I just didn't want anyone to notice how weird Alice was. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, how? What? Okay. So he didn't even answer her question and yeah. she just lets it go. <laughs> yeah. That's, well, that's not Bella, not at, Bella all. at all. <laughs> so then when Charlie comes out of the police station, Edward is like going to leave, but then he turns around and it's like, Oh, Bella, I really think you should use your plane tickets to go to Florida this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and then Bella goes, I will if you use the companion ticket. In the book, it's never a question about is Edward going to go with Bella? It's always, We should go to Florida, not, Hey, you should go to Florida. So I didn't like how the book did that or the movie did that. Mm. Damn it. <laughs> so now we're at florida and i was shocked at how short this was mm -hmm. it really was like her remembering on the airplane yeah not trip. even a whole like yeah you would think there would be way more yeah but basically all it was was they're on their way home and bella's remembering that she sat or she walked on the beach with her mom and they were talking about edward and her her relationship and how something seems off there's almost mm -hmm. like a secret there and Bella, like, you know, convinced her mom otherwise. And she's like, I yeah. felt bad because she so easily swayed. But she was right in this situation. That was a whole scene. I was like, that was <laughs> a very weird thing. But then I find out why Yeah, it happened yeah. In a, little, a, little while, a little while later. <laughs> like, this makes no sense. What was I'm this like, for? What was the point of going to Florida <laughs> for, like, nothing? This makes no sense. <laughs> so in the movie... We actually see them in Florida and the whole conversation between her and her mom happens at the house rather than at the beach. And the big difference here is because. So in the book, he uh, Edward's excuse was that he's writing a paper. So that's why he couldn't go outside. And in the movie, he was also writing the paper, but right next to a glass window. That helped me. Thank you. You're yes. welcome. Yes. <laughs> so then. He was right next to the glass window. And how is he not sparkling? That's my biggest question. <laughs> they made him seem like he was sitting a little bit further away from the window. But <laughs> you're still going to sparkle. And then in the movie, after this scene, we cut to a dark night. And we see the cult hat bunny. 
I just made a Batman reference. I just legit what I thought you were doing. I was like, <laughs> like what? Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Wrong, wrong thing. And then <laughs> I wasn't doing it on purpose. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's hilarious. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> so we're at the <laughs> I can't say it again. <laughs> so it's the night scene. <laughs> Nighttime. Yeah. And it's the Collins and they're all hanging out in the forest and then you realize that they're hunting someone and then you realize that they're hunting victoria and then you see that the werewolves are also hunting and then you see a little tiff between emmett and one of the werewolves because they both lunge to go for victoria but they cross the treaty lines of course we don't really know that they cross the treaty lines until later but Mm -hmm. that's what made that tip a little bit more intense Mm -hmm. they are now home and charlie's like in the book in the book and she's like you need to call jacob because he's calling nonstop. so bella's like okay so she goes to call jacob but right when she picks up the phone he calls and he's like why didn't you call me she's like i just got home and he's like oh annoying kid (laughs) and um he just asked if she'd be at school tomorrow and then she's like yeah he's like okay okay and then he like they hang up and she's like why would he do that and then she thinks that it's like oh my gosh he's probably checking to see if i was changed into a vampire while we were gone and because it takes about three days and we were gone for about three days and so she's like oh my gosh and then um she (laughs) realized that once edward does bite her they can never come back because the treaty will be broken and in reality, we find out doesn't matter where she's bit. <laughs> Treaty's broken Treaty's no matter broken what. No matter what. <laughs> so here's where I'm talking about where Bella does not listen to Edward at all. They get to school. She never listens. <laughs> never. She, they get to school and Edward is like, Edward says, can you just stay in the car for me? She's like, <laughs> no. And she gets out. He's like, oh, my gosh. Because Jacob's there. And I mean, to be fair. She hasn't seen her best friend in forever. So she's like, I would get out too. But still, she just doesn't ever listen to Edward. No. And like in the movie when she does it, she doesn't see Jacob. She just gets out of the car. Yes. <laughs> so funny. Oh my gosh. I just All feel right. so bad for him. Okay. So um, it turns out that Edward... everyone be saying that she's in an abusive relationship i think he's in an abusive i agree i think he is like she is not a good person no so uh anyways <laughs> so it, it turns out that this is the scene this, we get some information from the scene that brie explained where it edward didn't share something with bella and it was that victoria came to town and the werewolves and the vampires were chasing her and a little tiff happened where Emmett crossed the line and Jacob was just loving that Edward did not tell her and that he's like, Oh, let me tell you Bella. Cause I know you're strong. And even though Edward doesn't think you are, Jacob's like, I miss you. And Bella wants to go hug him, but Edward will not let her go. And damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob ends up telling her like, if you ever want a life again, come back to the bush. And then he rides off on his motorcycle because the the um, principal comes out saying, get out of here. <laughs> he's such Good a job. little punk. I freaking love it. I think that's why I like Jacob because he's so punky. Which is funny because you're not a punk. 
I know. <laughs> I think it's fun to fun to watch. <laughs> like he just does not give a crap. He drives me like, crazy. Whatever. Drives me crazy. Oh, he's funny. Oh my god! If I had a kid like him, oof. Oh well, yeah, no. There's no way I'd be okay if I had a kid like that. But Matt Riley brings home Jacob. I'm not. No. I've already said I don't think Bella and Jacob belong together. You can't be making me fe- seem like I want them together. No, 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 no. I just said I like Jacob. I think if she brought him home as a friend, <laughs> I'd be chill with that. Great. Oh, you're dating? No. No, no, Go you're not allowed your to do that. <laughs> but also, don't be a bitch to him. Exactly. Be nice. Oh, no. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, I where was I? <laughs> so this is when Bella finds out they only went to Florida so that Edward could get her out of the state. And that's why the Florida scene was basically non-important. And Bella's pissed. And her and Edward are passing notes back and forth. And she's like, this will never happen again. And then boys in Bella's next class are placing bets on Edward and Jacob. <laughs> so funny. So in the movie, this scene kind of happens. Not very well. It's kind of a mixture of two different scenes that happen in the book. This scene and one that comes up a little bit later. So after Bella and Edward get back from Florida, Edward's driving Bella to school. And he's asking her if she was glad that they went. She's like, yeah, it made me a little bit sad. But, you know, it's good that I went and saw her. It might be the last time I see her. Edward sees Jacob and is like, well, we don't know that he sees Jacob. He just looks over and is like, if I asked you not to get out of the car, would you? And then he gets out of the car and she gets out of the car and he goes, yeah, of course not. <laughs> and then they walk over and have a conversation with Jacob and you find out about Victoria and Bella gets pissed at Edward and is like, what? You didn't tell me, blah, blah, blah. But then she turns to Jacob and is like, but you... Why haven't you returned any of my calls? <laughs> Starts going in on him. But then she gets on the back of Jacob's bike <laughs> and leaves school and Edward. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, why are you getting on the back of his bike? <laughs> my favorite part in the commentary was this part when... Uh, rob's like oh i would dump her right there like she'd be gone and i'm like i don't blame you i agree why is edward still with her jeez louise he didn't even want her out of the car and then there she goes off on his (laughs) on top of all that too could you imagine edward like she's being reckless yes (laughs) at least she had a helmet on this time yes Oh, the other thing, too, that happened in the scene that I forgot. Right when they get to Jacob, Edward, like, kind of scoffs and goes, he's checking to see if you're still human. Even though that's not why he's there. That's only what Bella was assuming he was doing Mm -hmm. in the book. That's how they got that in there. Mm -hmm. But then they make it look like that's what Jake was wanting. That's annoying. But also, that's Jacob. Like... I mean, it's a fair thought. I was going to say, I also, there's me reading it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He wanted to check to see if they were going to school. But part of me also thinks that was him low key verifying. Probably. 
hey, you've been gone. Yeah. Oh, are you going to school? Great. <laughs> you going to go kill a bunch of people and eat them all up? Yum. Okay. But not yum. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, Edward, Emmett, and Jasper, they're all going off on a hunt. And it's like a three-day hunt, so they're gone for a while. And so Alice is watching Visions to make sure that Bella doesn't go to the push because Edward knows she's going to want to. So this and he's like having Alice pick her up to take her to school mm-hmm. and basically be his proxy. A little babysitter. And Bella's <laughs> pissed. And she's like, I just got to go to work. So she goes to work, but she forgot. Oh, yeah, I put in my like two weeks notice or whatever. I said I'm done in the summertime. So they're starting to train another person. So they don't need her at and work. And it's super slow. And it's super slow. So they don't need her today. So she, but they ask her to throw out these flyers on her way out. And she noticed that it's talking about save the Pacific Northwest wolf. So she sees the wolf and she's the like, woofs. <laughs> the wolves. She's like, oh my gosh. And she has a snap decision and bolts it to La Push. <laughs> because Alice can only see when you think about your decisions. And when you make a snap decision, she can see it right then and there and that's it and mm-hmm. she has no time to mm-hmm. stop you so she races well she kind of does but she's hope bella's hoping that she can beat alice yeah which she does mm-hmm. and when they get to she gets there she parks and jacob's shocked but he's so excited they run up and they like hug each other and they're like dancing they're like oh my gosh i'm so happy that you're here and i just was so cute I just imagine, like, my kids seeing their best friends after a long time and just being like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> just so sweet. And so they were having a great time. Like, they're goofing around and, like, chatting and stuff like that. And I take Edward and Alice's side in this one. <laughs> well, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. Don't let her go see her friend. Uh, when he's trying to get with her. <laughs> well, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I really... I'll explain more at the end. Don't <laughs> see it. I just did. It just, I have not read it at all as a romance. It's a total best friend, big brother read. And I'll explain at the end why mm-hmm. I'm going to backtrack on that. But as of right now, <laughs> that's how she felt. That's how I feel. Um, that's how Bella feels. Exactly. <laughs> well, no, that's what pisses me off the most about Jacob. Cause I'm like, she tells him multiple, multiple, multiple times, like, you're like a brother to me. And he still, it doesn't, he, he doesn't go in his head. And I'm like, dude, he's the guy that I hate. He's the guy who I will say, no, I don't want to date you. Make up a fake boyfriend. And he'll come back with, oh, but you can break up with your boyfriend. <laughs> I'm like, why aren't you taking no for an answer, dude? Okay, so. Where are we at? Uh, they just hugged. Yes. So um, they're having a good time until they get down to the like nitty gritty of why they haven't been seeing each other. And Bella asks for all the details of what happened on Saturday because she knows Jacob's going to actually tell her, unlike Edward. Edward told her. Yeah. But he told her the basic detail, like the basic story. He told her everything that Jacob did. Jacob told her a little bit more. Not a whole heck of a lot more. She even says that's what Jake. That's what Edward told me. Okay. And then he asked about what happened basically at the end of New Moon. So when Edward came back 
And Bella shared that he only left because he didn't want Bella to be a vampire. Because they started getting in a tiff about it. And then Jacob's like, because uh, he had to backtrack because he's like, well, that was what all my points were about was <laughs> how he's going to change you. So. <laughs> so he had to backtrack and figure all that out. And so then they start arguing about how she should only be with someone human. She's like, oh, I guess, okay, I'll go be with Mike then. Because Jacob's also not a human. He's, he had yeah, just the saddest <laughs> little, but I am I am a human. Like, See that. Well, to be fair, he does not like being a wolf. He doesn't, no. So he's not okay being not human. So that was kind of a low blow for him. For him? But it put shouldn't towards him. matter. It was just sad. And so, uh, but then they make up and they're goofing around again, as friends do. <laughs> and this is when we first hear about imprinting. And we learn that Sam had it the hardest because he was the first one to change. He was changed for like weeks without knowing what the heck's going on. And then he goes and imprints. He had a high school girlfriend and Leah, Leah and he imprints on her cousin which basically means oh i ditched leah i'm done with you leah and now i'm couldn't with couldn't explain anything to her <laughs> oh that sucks and he's just with her cousin now yeah and like poor leah like insanely in love mm-hmm. like could you imagine that would just suck oh my so gosh. much and it's like <sighs> never hanging out with that cousin <laughs> i know it's so sad and so uh, we also learned that now Quill is also a werewolf and he's really excited to be a werewolf. And um, we learn more about the werewolves, like how they age super fast. That's why Jacob grew like insane, like those two weeks. And then because they stop aging, but their body gets them to their full maturity. Yeah. So they age to 25 about and then they stop. And so they don't age anymore while they're werewolves. So like basically just like edward now jacob is immortal immortal until he's not a werewolf anymore and then and she's then, pissed because she's like what everyone's everything stopped right. aging and i'm not <laughs> oh my gosh uh, we're at the wolf pack yep because bella has just gotten on the back of jake's motorcycle in the movie and they're going down to little push and so then they get to the push and all the werewolves come out and greet her and are like, Bella, it's been too long. It's so great to see you. Now we're getting sick of Jake's inner monologue. I wish Bella would call. I wish Bella wouldn't call. Maybe I should call Bella. Maybe I should call Bella and hang up. <laughs> Stupid Jacob. That would be so funny, though. Oh, <laughs> Could you imagine? I would just be like, shut up. <laughs> Do something. Stop thinking about it. Oh, I'd be like Paul. I would go and tackle him. <laughs> Can you just shut up? <laughs> and then Leah comes out and is like basically pissed and like, if you're here to torture Jacob some more, please just leave. Like, we don't need to hear it. <laughs> like, like, yes, Leah, Leah is you. <laughs> yes. And Bella's kind of like, huh, that's weird. As Leah storms off, and then you see her jump and she turns into a werewolf. Which we don't find out till like almost the end of the book. Yeah, yeah. Right here, right now, you find out that Leah and Seth are both werewolves. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> yep. Oh. So then after that, Bella and Jacob are pushing the bike to the garage and they talk about imprinting. 
And basically, there are two imprinting conversations that happen in the book, and they both happen right here, right now. So part to of what point. Ali just said. Yeah, to a point. They leave a major thing out that I will talk about later when you bring that up. Yep. And this whole thing basically happens kind of the same. Well, I'll just say this talk ends how the second talk ends in the book. That was so confusing. <laughs> Good luck following along, you guys. <laughs> I don't remember how the second one ends, so that's, that's probably why I'm confused. Okay, so back to the book. Bella is on her way to Angela's, and she notices Edward's car following her, and she's like, oh, gosh. <sighs> so she's hurrying up to Angela's, and she, like, quickly goes inside, and she starts helping with her graduation invitations, and um, they're chit-chatting, having girl talk, and she, Bella's trying to bring up Jacob and Edward without mm-hmm. bringing up the werewolf vampire, vampire thing. Werewolf. And so, <laughs> I like that you say werewolf first. And I I say vampire first. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and Angela's like, well, it just sounds like they're jealous. They'll, you know, they'll get over it. And I was like, no, they're not jealous. Cause she's like, I wish I really could tell her. Cause obviously that's the that's real not issue. The case. It's like, Oh my, my gosh. gosh. They're so jealous of each other. Yeah. Like what? And so uh, she really enjoyed this girl time. And so she's like really bummed because she's like, can't do it anymore because she's going to be a vampire. And so she goes home and Edward's car is not there. So she's like, oh, phew. Okay. <laughs> so she goes home and she told Charlie, she's like, I saw Jacob today. And he's like, oh, good. Yay. I'm so excited. Happy for you. And she goes to her room because she's like, oh, God, I better get this over with. And sure enough, there's Edward sitting there all pissed off. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, yes, Edward's pissed. And he's like, I almost went over the treaty line. She's like, you're so stupid. Stop it. And she's like, I'm Switzerland. This whole thing. This was another thing that I needed in the book. Saying Switzerland? Mm-hmm. Okay. She's like, I'm... Or in the movie. What? A, whatever. Why? Because I liked her being like... This is all you guys? Yeah. me out of it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so... Um, Plus, I also feel like this talk... Is kind of what kicks Edward into gear and makes him go, she's right. I should back up. Like, this is her friend. I should be the bigger person. Like, if I keep doing what I'm doing, it's going to piss her off to the point where she might do something with us. So. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And so. Do they do that in the movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Because Edward came back early, he didn't get to go hunting. So now he has to leave again. Oh, and, darn. <laughs> and when, oh, I forgot. When uh, Bella left Jacob, she said, next time Edward's out of town, I will come back. And so that was her plan. She's like, oh, perfect. Okay. I can go see Jacob again. And, mm-hmm. but Edward had other plans in mind. <laughs> He's like, so uh, does Alice just show up and kidnap her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She shows up. In her brand new Porsche that mm-hmm. Edward got her to babysit Bella for the weekend. weekend. And Alice is like, you can call Jacob and let him know you're not coming. And so she does. And then. They're well, both. she didn't want to let her. Bella was like, I need to call Jacob. And oh, she's yeah, yeah. like, oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, both of them obviously were upset. And then Bella also calls Edward and is like, you're in so much trouble. Like She was pissed. When you get back, you're going to have to face the wrath of something worse than gris- grizzly bears yes, or something, like, something that. like that. And so Alice brought her to Edward's room and she's 
like figured she'd sleep on like the couch or whatever because you know vampires don't have beds but edward bought her a brand new king size bed and she's pissed she's like no and so she slept on the couch (laughs) (laughs) and so as she's like what an idiot (laughs) i would do it too she's she's got some pettiness like me and her i'd be like you kidnapped me i'm not sleeping on this nice couch you got me i'm gonna or the bed you got me i'm gonna sleep on the uncomfy uh, couch just to spite <laughs> you spend all that money on a couch or on a bed for nothing okay <laughs> uh, so we're gonna keep going because the book is, or the movie's like none of that happened ha- no none of that happened in the movie no yeah so as Bella is getting ready for bed, there's a knock at the door. And this is when we learn all about Rosalie's backstory. And we learn she was 18. She was a higher class during the Great Depression. And her one dream was finding her perfect person and having a baby. And just like, you know, the all-American dream. And she finally found her dream guy. And they got engaged. And everything was perfect. And one night she saw her fiancé and his friends super drunk on the road. And they just start beating the crap out of her and basically left her for dead. Yeah. Yeah. She said she's pretty positive. She's like, I'll just leave out the details. details. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure she was assaulted and left for dead in the street. Yep. And so this is when Carlisle, 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 (laughs) Carlisle, (laughs) Carlisle finds her and (laughs) saves her. And Edward, like he, he, his original plan was because he has Esme right now. Right. Mm -hmm. And Edward had nobody. So he. Mm -hmm. He got he her to for find someone for Edward. Yeah, and Edward's like, find me, Carla. <laughs> Edward's like, no, she's basically royalty. This is so stupid because people will notice that she's, she's gone. Gone, and um, she says she got her revenge though, and she she was like dressed. She's like, I was pretty dramatic and dressed up in a wedding dress and went and killed her husband <laughs> or fiance and all everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. she saved the fiance for last and yes. killed all of his friends first. Yes good on her (laughs) (laughs) but she's just bummed because like she loves emmett and she's so happy she's with emmett but she's like i can't have babies with emmett i can't grow old with emmett i'm just like i just wish i would have died in the gutter and or i wish you know i could just live Live my life human emmett yes and then we find out, she's like, well, Belle's like, well, why don't you like me? <laughs> and she's like, oh, because Edward never liked me like he liked you, Bella. And she's like, what? Same. And she's like, I'm just a really vain person, basically, is what she said. She's like, uh, and then, um, and then the fact that Bella's giving up human life. Yeah. She just doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're gonna keep going. Well, that because that happens, but way Brea, later, Brea I'll tell you, yeah, all about it. And so now Bella goes to school, and we hear this roar of a motorcycle, <laughs> and she looks at the motorcycle and back at Alice, and then she runs for the motorcycle and jumps on, <laughs> and Jacob just darts off. <laughs> oh my gosh! I thought that was the most epic scene. I would <laughs> loved every second of it. <laughs> I I just, I'm so sad that wasn't in the movie because I could just imagine Alice's face being like, what just happened? <laughs> because Alice can't see yeah. the werewolves. So yeah. she didn't know that that was going to happen. Gosh. Jacob's so smart. He's so smart. <laughs> so this is when we learn about more imprinting. 
and we learn that Quill has now imprinted. And Jacob's all bitter about all these imprintings because he um, has an imprinted. Has an imprinted and he would d- like to have a wolf claim on Bella. Yes, but he <laughs> does not. And so the important thing that gets left out of this conversation in the imprinting conversation in the movie is the fact that Quill has imprinted on a two-year-old. Two-year-old, yes. Which Bella's like, that is disgusting. Because as of right now, she only knows Sam and Emily's, Emily's story. story. And, uh, but Jacob does a really good job of explaining that, no, it's not love, like romantic love. It's this whole world revolves around this person in whatever way they need. Mm-hmm. So right now, Quill is the best big brother, the best uncle, the best nanny. Yes. Whatever this, this little kid needs, whatever she needs. And be, you can go deeper and werewolves don't age, but this little girl will age. So eventually they'll be the same age. And if she reciprocates his feelings, then they can have a romantic relationship. But if she's like, but if she doesn't want it, he won't go for it because he is there to be what she needs him to be. Yes. So he's there for whatever she needs. Mm-hmm. 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 I just think that's so cute. Mm-hmm. I have tried so many years to explain. Well, that's because you like go this. into the, you I go do, into all because the I details. have to defend, I have to defend the like, he's not in love with the baby. You has got to do the, the quick and simple, but it doesn't help that they don't have the scene in the no, movie. No, no. In the movie, it like full on does. It just seems like, that's who you're in love with it does yeah the, it, the movie did it dirty it did so horribly dirty especially you're right everyone that i have to really defend it with is typically someone who's only watched the movies mm-hmm. so they just keep talking about how he dropped off the motorcycle and he's like oh my gosh i'm really sorry about that that was really crappy of me that was not okay and then they go into details about how like you're seriously gonna get bit and she's talking about dropping off the motorcycle in new moon New Moon. Yeah, sorry. Way back and how he's <laughs> the scene that I thought was awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was not in the movie. <laughs> yes, it was not. And so um, Belle's like, yeah, in a couple of weeks right after graduation. And this throws Jacob for a loop. And he's like, starts freaking out. And she's like, he says, why would you do that? You'd be better off dead. And Bella's like, oh, OK. And she leaves pissed. Rightfully so. I mean, that was pretty mm-hmm. snotty. Jacob, mm-hmm. sorry. and so she goes back to edwards and she goes to sleep and then she wakes up and edwards there (laughs) and they're both like ready for each other to be mad at each other but neither of them are and so they both apologize and edward goes you know what you can go to la push anytime you want you know this is i shouldn't be holding you back from seeing your best friend and she's like don't worry i probably won't ever go back again because this is what jacob said (laughs) and uh, then she also talks about what Rosalie said. And oh, and we also learned that the vampires in Denali were trying one of what was her name? Tanya. Tanya, Tanya mm-hmm. was flirting hardcore with uh, Edward mm-hmm. and Bella was getting jealous about that. Yes. So Bella now goes home from her sleepover because Jacob's back. <laughs> Edward's back. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> and she's going around her room and she notices something's off. She's like, the clothes are like picked up and cleaned, but like my room's a little more 
tidy, but it's not. It's like, did Charlie do laundry? He didn't. But some of my clothes are missing. He, she's just, like, confused. And so Edward gets there. And then he's like, we need to get you out of here because there's a vampire smell here. And it does not smell like I don't know it. And they go back to Edward's. And all the Cullens are trying to figure out what's going on. And Edward's just pissed at Alice because he's like, why didn't you see anything? Mm-hmm. Poor Alice. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's like, I'm watching it. Everything for you. Everything. <laughs> Victoria, the... Poultry. Vult- everything. Bella. Yes. And, um... <sighs> yeah, just, yeah. Come on, Edward. Just chill out. <laughs> I get that you're stressed. But. Yes. So, in the movie after bella stomps out of jacobs because he just said i wish you were dead rather than a vampire it cuts to riley in bella's house and you see him going in her room touching her dream catcher from jacob from new moon and then you see him go to charlie who's sleeping on the couch and he leans over him almost like he's gonna bite him and drink his blood and then it cuts to Bella coming into the house and I'm just trying to figure out why she sounds all excited. Like, no, I was just with Jake anyways. And Charlie then makes a comment and it's like, why are you late? Like Edward knows better than this. And she's like, I wasn't with Edward. I was with Jake. And he's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and then there's a knock on the door and Edward, she opens it and Edward's there. And I just noticed when she left him at the school, his eyes were golden. When (laughs) she got back home and he gets there, his eyes are pitch black. That was a very stressful 12 hours for him. (laughs) Drain all the blood out of him. (laughs) So then Edward or, or Bella opens the door and Edward's like, where have you been? And then he's like, oh, something's wrong. So then he storms in, goes, touches the same dream catcher, and is like, someone's been here. And then he takes her to the Colin's house. And I love the Colin's house. It's so freaking beautiful. I love that house so much. Mm -hmm. They're sitting there talking, and they're trying to figure out who this new scent could possibly be. And Bella right away goes, Victoria? This is another commentary scene that I thought was so funny. Because <laughs> they say no. Yeah. And, and then, then they're like, and it's not the the No. Couldn't be them. And, <laughs> and Rob's like, the two enemies that we have. But no, neither one of them. <laughs> <laughs> he does it so like emphatically too. <laughs> Rob is... Rob's just hilarious. I love him. Oh my God. <laughs> He's so fun to watch and like... Especially in interviews and stuff. He's just so candid. Mm-hmm. So then they're sitting there talking. And basically now that they're like, oh, great. There's another person coming after us or after Bella. They then decide that they're going to keep watch over Bella's house. And Bella's like, no, you guys can't do that. Like, are you kidding? You guys can't keep yourselves fed, take care of yourselves and watch my house or make sure Charlie doesn't die at something. And Edward's like, but we need to keep you safe or I'm not going to leave you unprotected. And she's like, I won't be unprotected because she's implying that Jacob is going to help protect her. Even though she's just pissed at him. Yep. I know. That's why I'm like, I feel like I'm missing something. 
I forgot. No, she doesn't storm out. That's a difference too that I did not put in my notes. After he says, I wish you were dead, mm -hmm. she goes to leave and he goes, no, don't leave. Oh, he apologized yeah, right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I forgot that part. Sorry, guys. I knew I was missing something. I was like, why in the heck was she excited to tell Charlie that she was with Jacob and why is she wanting Jacob here? Okay. Yeah. Yep. So Edward takes Bella home and Charlie gives Bella a message that Jacob called. And so J Bella calls Jacob and he's apologizing. He's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That was so ridiculous. I shouldn't have said that. And Edward asks for the phone. And Bella's like, oh, great. And so she gives him the phone. And Edward lets Jacob know that someone was in Bella's house and he doesn't recognize the smell and it's a vampire. And they chatted for a little bit. And then Bella gets the phone back and we find out that the guys were talking about the vampire werewolf treaty lines and that Jacob's going to come over and get the smell and that they sort of came up with a truce with each other. This is important because in the movie, Bella is the one who's like, Jacob's going to protect me, not Edward being like, hey, we should get the werewolves in on this. I know. I really, I really, liked. I loved, they do not give Edward a chance to be the bigger man in the movie. And I hate that so much. Like at all. Yeah. Not at all. The whole, oh, yeah. <laughs> so Jacob comes over and Edward leaves for a little bit and he went up to Bella's room and got her scent or the scent of the vampire. So then Bella was washing dishes. And so Jacob goes to help and they're chatting and Jacob's like asking if you know does her do her and Edward kiss and like how's it kissing a cold vampire and it's fantastic thank you very much <laughs> <and> Jacob all, <laughs> all this sort of stuff and um but the th talking about it makes him accidentally cut his hand with uh, the knife he was drying or washing <laughs> and I don't remember what he was doing but he was one of those yeah. and uh Bella freaks out and He's like, don't worry. You remember my, I, I heal super fast. And sure enough, it was like healed already. And Jacob asks her to come to La Push tonight, which Bella's like, I don't know if I can. And Jacob's like, oh yeah. Have you ever seen the new thing on TV? They're talking about abusive teenage relationships. Cause uh, that's basically you and Edward. <laughs> which is also kind of like he manipulates too. Like, yeah, yeah. They're not, none of them are a great relationship. <laughs> They all have major yeah. flaws. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Edward comes back in. He brings the mail. He's like, oh, you were accepted to Dartmouth. And she's like, what the heck? When did that? What? How? When did I can't I afford didn't feel Yeah, I can't afford this. And now he's trying to convince her to do a year of college along with get married. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before she gets turned into a vampire. And she's like, no. And she's getting like, well, also, let's think about this from Edward's point of view. He just got to the point where he can go off to college. College is way more fun than high school. If he doesn't go to college, he then will turn her and have to start back at high school. So he's probably like, I want to go have some fun. Right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> so Bella's just getting frustrated with him. And she, finally, she's like, can you just tell me where Alice hid all my stuff? Because I want it back. And he's like, Alice didn't take any of your stuff. <gasps> boom, boom. <laughs> and so then Carlisle calls and says the Seattle murders are getting worse. And 
Edward lets Bella go to La Push because he had heard. She, he's like, oh, I know there's a question you want to ask me. And she's like, what? He's like, uh, you want to go hang out with Jacob tonight? She's like, you weren't listening into our conversation again. That would be so annoying. I don't even care. <laughs> I'd hate people listening to my conversations. And well, the thing with him is, I just, with the Jacob one, he wasn't like listening to just the like thoughts. It was he was outside, hanging out outside, and he could hear it. I guess. So I'm then, okay um, Edward, you can listen to my conversations any day (laughs) so then he knows that bella wants to ride motorcycles with jacob but he's still worried about her so she no this part is so cute what happened was was she drove her motorcycle back from jacob's pissed so then he thought that he would buy himself a motorcycle so that they could ride together so edward wanted to ride with yeah with bella okay well but but then Bella's like, would you really let me, though? <laughs> would you not be super protective? <laughs> he was like, good point. That's a Jacob thing. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but he bought her a helmet and a jacket and all this stuff. And she's like, I'm going to look so stupid. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I think you look stupid if you don't wear protective gear riding a motorcycle. So uh-huh. <laughs> Bella, shut up and stop trying to teach the youth yeah <laughs> not to wear protective gear during motorcycles okay so edward takes her right up to the treaty line and he gives her like this romantic movie kiss before handing her off to jacob and then jacob gives her a giant big bear hug and which pissed her off <laughs> i'm just like oh my gosh <laughs> so i've been trying to remember to tell this story for the last two books now <laughs> so we went to um Pacific Northwest road trip. So just all around like Montana and Oregon and Washington. Cool. And uh, one of the places we went was La Push because Cam wanted to take some pictures there. And you drive through Forks to get to La Push. And so it's like twilight everything, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they capitalize on that. <laughs> oh my gosh, so much. And so then. We're driving to La Push, though, and there's signs on the trees along the way. And it's like, you're leaving vampire t- territory. <laughs> and Cameron's like, thank God. And so, like, you don't see anything for a little bit. And then you see a sign that says, now entering werewolf country. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Cameron was like, my gosh. It was so it was so funny. I couldn't stop laughing. I was crying. It was so funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, oh, that's just a funny memory i have of the push so in <laughs> <laughs> uh, the treaty line so jacob brings her to this council meeting which is like a bonfire and he's like we're about to learn about all the legends it's gonna be really cool because it's quill's first time since changing and all this sort of stuff and so we learn about how they why they got turned into wolves in the first place mm-hmm. and i was so confused on this story <laughs> like i love native american lore I don't know if I was just like, I think it's because I'm going to blame listening to this one because they said the Native American names Mm -hmm. and they said them quite often. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it was hard to like remember who was who I was. It was just, I, I was having trouble. So tell me why, why do they become wolves? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So surprisingly 
I know this backstory pretty well. <laughs> but it's probably because I've read this book far too many times. And every time I read this story, I'm like, oh, can I get through this chapter quicker? <laughs> so the werewolves don't, they're not. <laughs> Let me figure out my thoughts here. Okay. <laughs> so the werewolves are technically shapeshifters. They're not technically werewolves because originally they started out as spirit warriors. And so Taha Aki, who was their first like ancestral descendant who was a spirit warrior, what he would do is he would exit his body, leave his body hanging out just wherever he hid it, and his spirit would go to make sure that the tribe and everyone in the land was protected. So basically Taha Aki one day does this and there's a guy in his pack for lack of a better word, who's basically his right hand man who man <laughs> man, uh, his name's Utlapa and he wants the power. He wants to be in charge of everything. So one day when he, knows that he's gone Tahaki has gone into the spirit realm. He leaves his body to go and kill or he goes to kill Tahaki's body. Mm -hmm. And then he goes back into his body and he freaks out the whole entire tribe because Tahaki has now died. But he's like, we don't know what it did it. It had to be something in the spirit world, something's coming for us. And he convinces the whole entire tribe to not go into the spirit realm. So Taha Aki, being his spirit self, is now just floating around, going crazy because he's lonely. He's by himself. One of the tribe members tries to go into the spirit warrior world, but then Utlapa kills him. So he's just alone. He has no way to communicate with the tribe to be like, hey, I'm still here, guys. So then he realizes that he needs to find a body for his spirit to go into because that's going to be his best way to communicate to his tribe. And the first body he finds is a wolf body. And so this is how the spirit warriors now start turning into wolves. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So that was the first story. Then we have a second story about the third wife. Mm -hmm. And so what was his name? Tahaki. Yes. So he had, you know, sons. Sons. He's been doing, you know, he's had a couple wives because, you know, they age and he doesn't. And, uh, but then he meets his third wife and he imprints on her. And so he, like, gives up wolfhood to grow old with her. And so as they're going about life, all of a sudden a new creature comes and starts, like, killing the wolves and the what? tribe and everything and it's the cold one <gasps> we learn and they turn back into wolves this to fight this thing and eventually mm -hmm. they kill him and so then the mate of the one they just killed comes and she reigns terror on this whole town like mm -hmm. she ends up killing the sons the sons and like so taha aki mm -hmm. okay changes back into a wolf like he 
He's because she killed one son and she's about to kill the other one. And he's like, oh, he can't take her on by him, hers or himself. Mm-hmm. So he changes. And but it doesn't look like he's going to save him anyways. So the third wife like stabs herself so that all the blood spills and distracts the vampire. Mm-hmm. And then they're able to kill the vampire. And so we learn that, you know, vampires will randomly come through the town every once in a while. And every time they do, the they turn back into wolves to protect the Lapush territory. And yeah. And so 70 years ago, the Colons came and they created a treaty and they knew they were trustworthy because their eyes were different colors. They were not red. They had the topaz colored eyes mm. and so <laughs> oh gosh. and um and so bella's just thinking about all this and she's like oh my gosh and then she wakes up all of a sudden in jacob's car she's like what the heck <laughs> and he's like yeah you fell asleep at the bonfire you know i called edward and we're about to go do the trade-off and i was like that's so sweet that he called him like he could have easily been like she fell asleep over here she says she's staying on my turf this tonight but he played nice. He knows he has to. He does not. Edward would have showed up. Well, that's. I'm sure Jacob would have liked that because then they mm-hmm. would have broke treaty and mm-hmm. been able to fight. So, yeah. so Jacob played nice. Jacob's an ass. <laughs> no, he even said he played nice because he's like, yeah, I figured Edward will let you go come see Ed, me. Ed. Edward, <laughs> Edward will let you come see me more mm-hmm. if I play nice. Mm-hmm. And so in the movie basically this happens the biggest difference is that the bonfire doesn't happen as a test to see if edward will really be playing nice and letting bella come and hang out with jake it happens when she just goes to hang out edward takes her to the tree line drops her off and he's like cool what are we gonna do today hike jump motorcycles whatever you want but tonight we're going to a bonfire the legend got cut way down we don't get the spirit warrior story to the extent that we do in the book because the key story for this book movie is the third wife story we're at school now and bella is now invited to a graduation party that alice is throwing and bella's like why are you throwing a party so soon like we still have forever She's like, um, graduation's next week, Bella. And she's like, what? And now Bella starts freaking out. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get changed into a vampire. It's so close. <laughs> and I'm like, this girl cannot make up her mind. And it's driving me crazy. <laughs> 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 Two books I've had to read her complain about being a vampire, wanting to be one. And now she's freaking out. Yep. And so she shares some of these fears with edward and he's like okay nope you're not allowed to be a vampire nope you're not changing because you are scared oh hey look he keeps his he keeps his ground on this too i guess that's true he does yeah so something he does it with the important things yeah which is annoying do it with all things dude (laughs) (laughs) and so um He's like, nope, all of us had to get changed. We had no choice. You are choosing to, so you get a choice. So you're not going to do it because you're scared. You're not going to do it because you're worried about the rest of us. I love him (laughs) so much. You do it for you. And so I thought you were talking to me. Oh, (laughs) I will. So Bella asks why 
he didn't want her to change and he found she found out that it's because he thought he was being selfish because of like he didn't want her soul ruined and all this sort of stuff and she was like oh i was so scared that it was because you didn't weren't gonna love me once i was a vampire and i didn't have the the human smelling blood and i wasn't warm and (sighs) (laughs) this girl has so many like self-esteem issues yeah, she does. But I mean, when I was 17 and 18, I guess. Hell, still now. <laughs> Fine. So, and then Edward goes, Well, why don't you want to marry me? Girl, do you know how many times with both my exes I would be like, Why? Why? Why are you with me? Oh my gosh, you can't do that. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> and so, uh, this is when Bella shares that girls who get married right out of high school are because they get knocked up and so so the talk that happened at the beginning of the movie yes has now happened yes <laughs> right now okay so seattle is up to 38 murders in just a few months so the police are like oh my gosh is it a serial killer uh is it just gangs like they're they're all getting really worried and the Collins are now kind of freaking out because they're like if we don't do anything the Volturi are going to come and then they're going to come check to see if Bella is changed yet. But they don't know what to do because they don't see Alice can't see anything happening. So they don't want to go in and be blindsided. So they're they're trying to figure it out. And this is when we learn about Jasper's backstory. And Jasper shows Bella his arms and he has bite marks all over him. So I have a question. OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they wouldn't. It would. So, you know, as we've learned that when you get bit it's like fire right yeah yeah if you're already a vampire and you get bit does it hurt too no it's just no. you got bit. it's just yeah and it doesn't heal mm-hmm. okay which is confusing because one of the things that you find out in the short second life of re tanner is one of the ways that riley punishes the newborn vampires when they're going crazy is he rips their body limbs off because that hurts but then all you have to do is lick it and put it back on and it'll go right back on. But then you have like a scar. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Nope. And then you have a scar. So, nope. Not confusing. Yep. That's exactly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, because of the venom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was about to be like, and there's no scars. But then I, I proved myself wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's kind of interesting. Jasper's backstory is that way back when there was this vampire in Mexico City and he made an army of newborns because newborns are the most powerful vampires. They like have brute strength and they're freaking crazy. So like it's like releasing a plague. And so the Volturi, of course, came in, though, and like killed off everybody. And they eventually came back, but they were a lot more careful. And this is when Jasper is a Confederate soldier and he's trying to help these uh refugees back to camp and he's on his way back to camp and he runs into these three women and one of them named maria changes him turns him into a vampire and her plan is basically to rule texas so they go and they start creating a newborn army and but she only keeps them for a year so they don't become too powerful and so jasper's job was to kill all the newborns because he could calm them down with his power, but this also meant that he felt every 
mm-hmm. emotion that they felt when he was killing them. Like, oh, mm-hmm. that would mess you up so bad. Yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense why Jasper is how he is. Yes. And so these other two girls ended up not liking Maria, so Jasper took them out too. And But Jasper made a friend named Peter. Peter. And Peter was also in charge of killing off the newborns, but Peter finally fell in love with one of them. Charlotte. And so him and her ditched and they tried to get Jasper to come with, but Jasper was like, I can't, I can't. I can't do that to Maria. Yes. But eventually he's like, this is wearing on him too much. It was like five years later or something like that. They came back and then he ended up going off with them. Mm-hmm. And so they, he, they were hanging out and they noticed that Jasper always was like more off when he just finished eating. And they're like, Jasper, you got to go vegetarian like animals only because you don't feel their pain like you would a person <laughs> i guess that's interesting i mean okay oh yeah hmm uh, that's odd it's probably easier when it's an animal probably like it's not something that you once were yeah that's probably what it is and so and then eventually man hunting for him must be so boring because then he can make the like irritable animals calm if he wanted to i'm sure he doesn't have to use his power does he true no i think it's when he wants to so you're right could you imagine take the fun right out of it yeah it would oh i bet you he probably does it to mess with his brothers (laughs) that would be so funny (laughs) (laughs) so and then this is when now jasper's like i gotta go my own way and he meets up with alice and alice brings back to carlisle and flash forward back to present day they decide the clones are like okay you know what we're not going to be able to beat this army with just the seven of us we counted six of us seven 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 of us yeah seven seven of us duh <laughs> and so i was like wait is seven including bella that would have been a freaking even number Bree. <laughs> <laughs> and so we find out they're gonna get the denali vampires but unfortunately they're pretty pissed off that back in new moon well one of them is Irina. one of them they're pretty pissed off that in new moon the werewolves killed off laurent because she was smitten with him mm-hmm. and that was her mate yes technically and so she wants to kill the wolves yes and of course carla is like we can't do that we have a treaty with them they're like well fine we we can't come help you then and at this point i'm like why don't they ask the wolves to come help <laughs> and i've been i was wondering it the whole time i was listening i was like okay when did, when are the wolves gonna come help <laughs> bella doesn't want him to nope. nope we're back at school and uh we're learning more about this graduation party that alice is like oh bella your mom's about to call and cancel and don't worry 65 other people will still be there and bella's like what the heck 65 people and sure enough when bella gets home her mom calls and it's like oh my gosh phil broke his leg i can't i'm so sorry i was gonna come surprise you and edward goes hunting and emma and jasper are gonna be babysitting and bella's like no 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 no. can i please just go a little push because emma's just gonna give me crap for needing a babysitter and he's like okay fine and so they bring him to the border or the treaty line. And right when he sees Jacob, he gets like super pissed off. And she's like, what's going on? He's like, Jacob's thoughts are very loud. Mm-hmm. And then 
Let's she see. gets out of the car and he zooms off. Yes. I'm just going to interject here. Uh-huh. One small little scene that happens in the movie before what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. After the bonfire, we get a short little scene that shows that now the werewolves are watching Bella's house now too. And so you see the vampire standing guard and the wolf standing guard and they like switch off. Which does not happen in the book. No. I mean, that we know it, of. it happens, but it, you don't see it. Yeah. They're sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not just standing in one spot. I know. I always thought that so interesting. Who was it? Was it Emmett and Alice? Alice are just standing there. Yeah. I'm also, like, why is it Emmett and Alice? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what if, it was it was interesting. Oh, wait. That's why Alice doesn't need to be running around. She could just sit there. I guess. Yeah, maybe. But that's also, yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. All right. So Jacob drove back to the house and Bella noticed that he was like super tired. And it turns out that Sam has him pulling double shift because he doesn't trust the vampires to watch Bella. Bella's like, oh my gosh, just don't do that. He's like, yeah, I know. And Jacob ends up falling asleep on the couch. He's so tired. And a little while later, he wakes up and he's really upset with himself because he's like, oh, my gosh, I wanted to talk to you. She's like, "Okay, just talk to me now. And he tells her that he loves her and he really wants uh, her to pick him over Edward. I said it right that time. (laughs) (laughs) And the way he said it, okay, he just was like very respectful in this. (sighs) hold on for my story i know (laughs) the way he said it in this this paragraph Mm -hmm. he just was really like you know what you know i just really love like it just seemed like reading it it was like the moment that like in a rom romance rom-com romantic movie i don't know romantic (laughs) romantic movie that is like finally the guy is like puts it out there and so i was like oh he did it like really respectfully and so i text Bree that and i'm like see like come on it's how do you not like it how do you hate jacob so then i keep going (laughs) and so (laughs) he's continuing to try to convince uh bella bella to be with him and she's like, no, I'm sorry. I really love Edward. See? <laughs> and so, hold on. The fact that he doesn't take no for an answer. <laughs> and so, like, even if he didn't do what he's about to do, I would still be upset at him. I'd be like, dude, she said no. Drop it. <laughs> yes. We should. We need to. Yes. Unfortunately, I agree. Yeah, or not unfortunately, I agree. But unfortunately, <laughs> that's society. Yes. Because... Yes no means no that's what i teach my kids so yep so now all of a sudden he freaking just like mouth rapes her lays one on her like she is like shocked and trying to push away but he's so freakishly strong that he won't let her go Mm -hmm. so finally she just puts her arms down and basically gives up until he's like done kissing her and just acts dead yeah that pissed me off so bad and so i immediately text brie back and i'm like just kidding (laughs) (laughs) and so um 
Like, I think I would have felt different. I was still a bit upset mm-hmm. that he kissed her. Yeah. But if it was a kiss and she pushed away and he stopped. Yeah. But the fact that he she was continued. fighting. Yeah. Oh, man. That made me so mad. Yeah. I'm still heated uh, about it. Uh-huh. So when he finally stopped, she's like, you done? And then she punches him in the face. <laughs> I was like, yes. yes. But, but here's our huge continuity error. <laughs> she slaps a werewolf in the last movie and then punches a werewolf in this movie, breaks her hand in this one, but didn't in the last one. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> and so she's like, just take me home. And so Jacob takes her home, but she she met Carlisle. He's like, oh, of course you mean that's your home now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you can't Damn take straight. Yeah, like, <laughs> you can't take me there, can you? And so um, she goes in and calls Edward, and they uh, go inside. And Charlie's like, what's all? What's wrong with her? And he's like, oh, you know, she just thinks she broke her hand. And Charlie's, they're kind of laughing. They're like, why? He's like, oh, she punched me because I kissed her. And Charlie's like, yeah, good for you. And they're both kind of laughing. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> I just love Charlie so much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so Edward gets there and he escorts her to the car. And Jacob follows them out. And Charlie's like, oh, maybe you shouldn't. He's like, no, don't worry. I got this. And Edward calmly turns to look at her. And he threatens Jacob. And what was the threat? Do you have it? But if you ever bring her back damaged again, and I don't care whose fault it is, I don't care if she merely trips or if a meteor falls out of the sky and hits her in the head, if you return her to me in less than the perfect condition that I left her in, you will be running with three legs. Do you understand that, mongrel? I I love Edward. (laughs) (laughs) And so... um, So basically, after the scene with the werewolves and vampires switching off watching Bella's house. We get Bella and Jacob walking by a lake and a mountain and she like is babbling because Jacob is silent and you can tell that he wants to say something and she's just trying to fill the silence and then he's like I just wanted to do this smoother and then he kisses her <laughs> and it all happens exactly how Allie explained it. She punches him. They go back to uh, Charlie's house, book guys. <laughs> this is where everything is so screwed up. <laughs> we have a freaking Harry, did you put your name in the Gala of Fire moment as Twihards? And I didn't realize it until I was reading and watching it this time. <laughs> so, in the movie, when Jacob and Bella get back to Charlie's house. Edward comes storming up and starts yelling at Jacob. <laughs> and I was like, don't you dare hurt. Wait, what does he say? He basically says to keep his hands off of her. And he's like, she doesn't know what she wants. And Edward's like, well, let me make it clear for you. Wait for her to say the words. <laughs> And they just start yelling at each other, and it's not at all calm. Nope. <laughs> Makes me so sad. So then, after that scene, 
well, Charlie comes and breaks them up. And I, I do like that part of the scene. I love Charlie's part. I love seeing any bit with Charlie. I just wish that they did it more like the book rather than how they do it. But anytime we get more Billy, I'll be happy. <laughs> uh, and I say Billy because Billy Burke plays Charlie. Yes. Not to confuse anyone. <laughs> yes. With Jacob's father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then Edward takes Bella back to his house so that Carlo can look at her hand and this is one of my favorite Emmett scenes. This is one of the things that I absolutely wanted in the movie. But I pulled up the line from the book. Mm -hmm. And this is so far in every single movie. I've had a, I wish it was said like this in the book. <laughs> and this is my, I wish it was said like this in the book. Because in the book, Emmett says, fall down again, Bella. In the movie, he says, what were you trying to walk and chew gum at the same time? Which I think is hilarious. Cause like, yeah. Fall down again. It's so generic. <laughs> and then Bella says, I punched a werewolf in the face and he's like, badass. And she's like, or he says, you're going to be one tough newborn vampire. She's like, I'll be tough enough to take you on. And I just love that scene. But then during the scene, when, Bella and Emmett are having their little banter. Rosalie gets angry and she storms off to like a balcony and Bella sees her storm off. Then the guys start talking basically about the army that's happening in Seattle. So she goes out to check on Rosalie and is like, what's going on? And this is where we get Rosalie's <laughs> backstory. The thing that Allie talked about eons ago. <laughs> We're now getting right now. We're back at Bella's house and Alice came over and she brought Bella in the book in the book and she brought Alice a brand or she brought Bella a brand new graduation outfit and Bella's like, my gosh, you know, I knew exactly what I was going to wear. It was that red top, but it's missing. And this is when it all finally clicks. It's like, oh my gosh, the Seattle vampires and Victoria are linked. They stole my shirt to get my scent and they're practicing to see if they could do this without tripping Alice's visions. And so she tells Alice this. And so Alice is like, Oh my gosh. She's like, but we can't tell Edward. He'll freak out. And Bella says, and so Alice now has to think about She's anything, not wrong. Anything, anything except this during the whole graduation. And so graduation happens and, uh, Jessica says all the popular things like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to miss you guys so much. We are best friends. I love you, Bella. <laughs> like they weren't just like <laughs> not talking for a year. Yeah. And um, and then they're they get called up and Bella's name gets called and we hear cheering from Jacob in the crowd. And this is how I knew I was mad at Jacob because I was like, why is he even there? I was so <laughs> mad when I. <laughs> Allie texted me and she was like, why is Jacob at her graduation? <laughs> I immediately apparently went away from because he's a friend and he would be there. Because I was like, I was like, can't believe he would he would show up. How dare he show up? I was so mad. And so Bella finds Edward after graduation, like immediately and tells him about Seattle. And Charlie finds Bella and is like, hey, you want to go to the lodge for dinner? And Bella's like, oh, not really. But OK, yeah, let's go. <laughs> and yeah. 
And it was very sweet because Charlie even invited Edward. He did invite mm-hmm. Edward. But then he was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> very rudely. And Charlie's like, huh? Because <laughs> Edward's never rude. <laughs> so then, in the movie, after Rosalie's scene, we go to graduation. We don't get the scene where Alice bought her a dress. We don't get the scene where Bella's putting it all together because that doesn't happen here. So then Alice isn't blocking her thoughts from Edward. Also, they get to sit right next to each other. They didn't have assigned seating in the movie because she's swan and he's colon. So this should have been forever and a day apart. Well, maybe it was like ours. Oh, yeah. Ours we, wasn't alphabetized, was it? We got to sit where we wanted, and we just had a card, and we wrote our names yeah, on it and gave I it to them. I do remember that. And I sat in the worst possible spot. Why? I sat as far away as... Why? Because... Who was I with? It's either Myla or Maggie. Mm-hmm. One of them. I just sat next to them, and then we ended up in the back, and I was like... So you had to wait the whole time. <laughs> that sucks. I hated it. It I was, was like so in the middle. It was boring as all hell. <laughs> I, was I like, hate graduation. Ugh. I know mom's like, are you walking for your master's? I was like, I don't want to. And she's like, you need to. I'm like, oh, <laughs> gosh. The good thing about that is masters usually go way quicker. Yeah. Because <laughs> not a lot of people. Yeah. Can. But the only issue is that for WGU, it's Seattle for all of the Western. So anybody that wants to walk oh. in Oregon, Washington, Idaho, montana goes to this one yeah so i don't know how big it's gonna be <laughs> and i have to be there freaking 8 30 in the morning i'm so mad ew yeah <laughs> i'm like thanks mom it's at the mariners so oh that's cool it's cool but i mean freaking how big is it then yeah yeah that's actually that's huge <laughs> but the, the masters and then after about- us like ours is over then it's mm-hmm. the bachelor so i'm sure it's there more for the bachelors that's true that's true other difference is that jake and billy aren't at the graduation Mm -hmm. my next note also is too much wrong with three underlines under it and i again wanted to make a note of the fact that this is my favorite soundtrack (laughs) (laughs) even though i do love this soundtrack the breaking dawn part one and part two soundtrack but this one definitely this one has a few songs that play in my head over and over again. This is also the soundtrack that uh, introduced me to Florence and the Machine and Sia, and I love both of them. So thank you, Eclipse. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they, Charlie and Bella, are on their way to the Cullen's house for the graduation party. And on the way, Charlie's like, you know, I know I'm not the world's greatest dad. And she's like, no, you're a great dad. And he's like, well, I you know, need to teach you how to punch. <laughs> and, you know, they're just bantering back and forth. And he's like, you shouldn't have to hurt yourself when you're telling someone you don't want them to be kissing you. And I was like, that's so sweet. I love Charlie. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, so then they get to the cones and Charlie's like, peace, because he does not do parties. And so he, he dips Same, out. Same, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> and all Bella's friends show up and they're just like in awe. And. Ah, same. <laughs> I wouldn't be for sure. <laughs> and so the party's going. And then all of a sudden, Alice looks terrified. And she goes and runs and finds Carlisle and Edward. And Bella's like, what the heck is happening? She's like, oh, just so you know, the dogs are here. And so <laughs> she goes and uh, sure enough, there's Jacob because Bella had invited Jacob. Mm-hmm. but then Before the kiss. Before the kiss. Then she punched him. 
And this was another thing that was on my list of things that I needed in the movie. When she says, was my right hook not subtle enough for you? And she said it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, yep, so there's Jacob there. And Jacob apologizes. He's like, I shouldn't have uh, acted that way, but I have a graduation gift for you. And it was a bracelet. And it was a hand-carved little wolf. And... um. This is when I started being like, oh, okay, okay, thank you for apologizing, Jacob. <laughs> so I started going back <laughs> on his side again, and I wasn't as mad at him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so <sighs> as they're chatting, Alice comes down the stairs, and Bella's like, oh, hang on. And she like, totally like ignores Jacob and just runs up to Alice. Love it. And uh, Smart, Bella. Turns out that the Seattle vampires are coming to Forks. And Jacob, with his werewolf hearing, hears this, and he's like, what? tell me what's going on and at first alice is like no but then she's like yeah okay and she tells him everything and chick is like all right we're in and they're like actually smiling excited happy with each other which was super weird but super cute to see mm-hmm. or imagine i guess and <laughs> yeah, uh because that did not happen no nope. <laughs> and so then jasper's like here we're training at 3 a.m come to this location yes so the graduation scene happens. Actually, I have no notes. <laughs> yeah, no notes. Okay. <laughs> so, all right, let's go. So Bella, this is when this is when we I really started noticing that Bella is so bossy and such a <laughs> little bully because yeah. It is three in the morning, right? She's been up for whoever knows how long because she's already freaking out that Jacob's going to now be fighting too. Mm-hmm. And uh she's like, like you should sleep yeah you need to sleep and she's like no take me to the clearing and he's like oh my gosh okay so he takes her <laughs> and he's so like, you could still take a nap and i'll take you and she's like no yeah take me <laughs> <laughs> and so they get there and they meet all the cullens and then the werewolves show up but they stay in the shadows like you can see their little glistening eyes and bella's like holy crap there's a bunch of them now and jasper's then explaining that New more vampires need to get bit from the side or attacked from the side because from the side. Well, I'm thinking a werewolf come biting your side off <laughs> attacked from the side because if they get around you, you're dead because they're super strong. And so then all the vampires are super strong and they don't know how to control their strength. Yeah. So all the vampires start practicing on each other like and it was really cute. And I loved the wolves because uh, they're all watching. <laughs> and in the movie, they were super cute because they were like all glary at first and then they're watching they're like oh they like sit down and they start watching and it was very cute and so um edward stood in as the interpreter for the wolves because he could read their thoughts because they were too they didn't trust the vampires so they stayed in their wolf form so uh edward read their thoughts and shared back and forth what they were talking about and after practice they wanted to smell all the vampires so that they wouldn't make a mistake during the battle and jacob goes up to bella and licks her like a little puppy dog and mm-hmm. <laughs> that was so cute and i mean i know that was him giving her a kiss again but <laughs> without her consent yeah but it was a dog kiss it doesn't, it doesn't count <laughs> it does <laughs> oh my gosh how do you feel you like dogs but how do you feel if you're hanging out with a dog and the dog licks you right on the lips when you're not prepared for it? I go, oh, oh, you silly puppy. And then I pet it. 
I love dogs. Okay. And so. This is why I knew you'd be Team Jacob. <laughs> it's like, I wish he wasn't a fucking wolf. <laughs> yeah. What if he was like a lion? I probably wouldn't be. Yeah. No, would, I love big this cats. Dude. I, I don't like little cats. I think big cats are so cool. Lions, tigers, jaguars. The little cats that I have are basically just like the big ones. No. The big ones are so cool. Their whole paw is like the size of my face. So cool. No, I don't know what he'd have to be for me to hate him. A spider. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, (laughs) this is when we find out that Leah and Seth are also, they've changed. No, we don't know Leah yet. Yeah. We know Seth. Seth has changed. Mm -hmm. And um, because they're trying to figure out how they're going to get Bella to a safe place during the battle. Yes. So. They do an experiment where Bella and Jacob, like Jacob held, holds Bella and they walk through the forest and the vampires couldn't smell Bella. They only smelled werewolf. And we learned that Seth is going to stay and protect Bella while everybody's fighting. Mm-hmm. So in the movie, I love the fight scene. The fight scene is done very well. It's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. They did, however, squish two fight scenes into one here rather than splitting them up into two separate training days like the book does. And after the fight scene is when we finally get Jasper's backstory (laughs) in the movie when Jacob comes up to Bella and is hanging out with Bella and like she's having a conversation with him and is like, I'm so worried about you guys fighting, blah, blah, blah. Kristen was having a hard time acting to the big green wolf stuffy that they had on set. And so she asked Taylor to dress up in his green screen suit so that she could actually like act to someone. And he did it for her. What a good guy. Mm-hmm. Cause he had to like bend his head over and let her pet him mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I be laughing so hard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like that would make my acting way harder but right it worked for her yeah, whatever works um oh in jasper's backstory did he go off with oh you don't meet peter and charlotte yeah, in his backstory good catch good catch mm-hmm. no oh sad mm-hmm. alice just kind of interrupts and is like you kept me waiting long enough yeah okay so end of the 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 fight scene battle scene not even battle practice scene and then Bella's like sleeping and she wakes up and she's like, oh my gosh, I've been sleeping forever. And she wakes up and sees there's a charm bracelet and or Edward sees the charm bracelet and he wants to give her a new charm. And it's a very sparkly heart. A hand me down. A hand me down. We learn in the book, not the movie, yes. that it was his mom's. And uh, Edward shares all this information he learned from listening to the pack last night, like how Edward or Jacob is <laughs> Edward's second in command. Jacob <laughs> is second in command in the pack. And Leah Clearwater is also a wolf now, and she's the first female wolf, and no one likes her. <laughs> really? Because she just brings so much drama to the pack. But she, she's she been through a lot. <laughs> she's been through a lot, yes. Um, and Alice calls, and she's like, hey, so Jasper's thinking we could use Bella as bait. Mm-hmm. And Edward's freaking pissed. He's like, what the? No! And Bella then is like, oh, okay, here. I'm going to put up a fight. 
<laughs> and win. <laughs> Either Edward, I'm bait. Or you have to sit out with me and you can't fight anymore. Because she's been freaking out. Being like, oh my gosh, what if Edward dies? And uh, so Edward's like, okay. And he dropped out of the battle. And he's like, I'll, I'll just update you on what's happening by reading Seth's mind and everything like that. Mm-hmm. We'll have a connection to the battle. Yes. It'll be fine. So in the movie, after the fight scene, we then cut to edward and bella at bella's house which is kind of weird because it's such a short scene and there's no explanation for why they're there but they're having a conversation to about the battle and they're discussing how bella doesn't want him fighting (laughs) and he's like no it's gonna be a piece of cake and she's like it's either too easy that you're sidelined or it's so dangerous that I need to be there. I can't remember her argument exactly in the movie. It's different from the book. It's kind of dumber in the movie. <laughs> and then basically she she tricks him into getting her way. <laughs> Again. Mm-hmm. Bella goes to Edward's house. Oh, wait. Okay. No. Because then now in the movie, what they were doing at Bella's house was getting ready to go take her to the clearing where the battle's going to be so that Jacob can come and they can test to see if Jacob sent masks Bella's sent which mm-hmm. that's already happened yes in the book mm-hmm. so in the movie when they get to the clearing Jacob comes in the clearing and right off the bat is like you're not fighting now to Edward and I'm like how the hell did he know he can't yeah. read minds what makes no sense mm-hmm. And then when Jacob is carrying Bella through the woods here to see if his scent masks her scent, this is where we get basically all of the information that Edward just gave to Bella in the book. Instead, it's coming from Jacob to Bella directly. So Bella now goes to Edward's house because all the other vampires are off hunting, getting ready for the fight, the battle. And... um. They're talking about turning, working on their compromise for Bella getting changed. And Edward added to marriage, he also wants her to do a year of college. And she's like, okay, well, I want to have sex with you. <laughs> and so Same. <laughs> and so he's like, no. Uh, but she begins like <laughs> pimping herself out saying, you know what? I'll marry you. I will let you pay for my school. You can get me a new car. You can do whatever you want, Edward. Just, you know, this is the one human experience I want. Do me. Do me. <laughs> and so <laughs> so Edward is like, no, because I care about your soul. And I'm old school and no sex before marriage. And this is the only commandment I haven't broken yet. And so I want you to be your soul saved. Blah, 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 blah. And... uh then edward shows her the ring and he proposes and because bella finally agrees to it and they agree on a very small elope type wedding elopement Mm -hmm. in the movie after the scene with jacob and edward in the clearing with her scene of her son gets masks masked 
<laughs> she comes back home and Charlie's in the kitchen and th- this is when I get my virgin scene <laughs> where Charlie's like, hey, you're in a serious relationship now and uh, we need to talk about this. And she's like, nope, dad, I'm a virgin. <laughs> and then it's just it's really cute and really awkward. But then one of my favorite things is when she says, dad, I'm a virgin. And then she runs upstairs. He goes like in edward a little bit more now i know <laughs> that's like, cute yes you are <laughs> in the movie we didn't get the oh i missed when you talked about it what <laughs> telling one of my scenes that i wanted in the movie oh so we didn't get alice kidnapping bella mm. but we got the make out from that scene when edward was convincing her that the bed was nice to have in there and I liked that scene because oh, yeah, it was like the first time. About them no, making out. no, I liked it because it was the first time that you saw that Edward actually like has control and can be with her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then that was in the scene or in the scene in the movie, the leg hitch. That's all I cared about. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets to Edward's house. He brings her in. This is also then when he gives her the crystal from his mom, but you don't know it's from his mom. He just gives her a crystal. And then she sits down on the bed and is basically like, yep, I'm going to get what I want tonight. But then, just like in the movie, Edward's like, no, no, we can't do this. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and I also love in the bookend movie when she's like, she's taken off his clothes. He lets her undo his shirt. And then she goes to take off her stuff and he stops her. <laughs> and she's like, oh, do you want to do that part? <laughs> uh, and then I actually like the movie proposal better than the book proposal. Because it's really sweet. Because he explains to Bella what he would have done if they had met back in 1900, whatever year it was. I think 1908 when he was changed and he's like i would have courted you i would have stolen a kiss when your father wasn't looking we would have sat on the porch and drank iced tea and then i would have asked your dad for your hand in marriage and then he gets up and proposes and it's so cute and i really i was convinced that this was also how the book did <laughs> so when the book was just him like okay don't be mad but Will you marry me? <laughs> Look at the ring. Here yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Hold on. <laughs> I was so sad. Also, the movie ring is so ugly. <laughs> I just want to say that is a change that for some reason they made and I chose wrongly. I, I think. Hold on. Let's look. The description of the ring, which I was also incorrect in thinking what it was. The face was a long oval. Oh, no. <laughs> that was the worst part about it. You, d- I knew that. Oh. I knew. But like, I, like I. It took up the, her whole finger. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, I didn't realize that. And then. Just wait. Set with slanting rows of glittering round stones. So it matched. It's exactly how the book Oh, man. It's so ugly. What's funny is I. In my head, I saw an oval, but I saw a diamond in the middle of it with a bunch of diamonds around it. So then reading this just now, I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, they matched it. (laughs) They matched it perfectly. So it's the same. 
Yeah. Well, the it's band was ugly. gold, delicate, and narrow. <laughs> it's so ugly. I'm sorry. I would not want a giant freaking the gold made of fragile web around the diamonds. Yeah, it's it's perfect. <laughs> well, all right. Glad they got it right. But man, <laughs> Stephanie, what are you doing? Uh, making your ring. That's from 1908. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there were other ones. <laughs> ugly. Bella's like, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. No, it's ugly. Uh, Dude, I'm sorry. If a guy gave me that well. ring, I'd be like, <laughs> we're not getting married. Uh, oh, no, thank you. I'll marry you, but no, not that ring. He's like, it's my mother's. I'm like, oh, that's great. Can we change it? Here, I'll take some of the diamonds out of it and go put it in a more modern ring, please. That's hilarious. Oh, man. All right. Anyways. Wow, it's <laughs> taking me so many read-throughs to realize that. That's what we're here for. <laughs> Ruin my. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Are you good or more? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> it's all you now. So we get to the next day and Alice is there and she's like throwing a little fit. She's not really throwing a fit. She's throwing a guilt trip that she's like, why can't I throw your wedding? And Bella gives in. <laughs> like you can give in to the sister but not to your fiance yes okay <sighs> and so then it was time to set the trail and edward and bella went off and bella had accidentally cut her hand because she trips on everything so she's like oh i know what i can do and she uses that blood to to do on the trail to and, do on the trail i don't know put on the trail what, what would, i don't know and so gosh my brain is like to leave on the trail sure <laughs> They met up with Jacob and Jacob took her off and this is when they start talking and they're like, you know, I'm really sorry. That kiss was an assault. That was not okay of me and all this sort of stuff. And Bella realizes, because based on how they were talking about stuff, she realizes, oh my gosh, by asking Edward not to be in the battle, I'm leaving them one vampire down. What if now someone else gets hurt and it's all my fault? And I'm like, girl, just... Make up your damn mind. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Do you want him with you or not? <laughs> and so, um, Bella shares, she's like, I hear that you're second in command. And Jacob's like, oh, yeah, you know, I was supposed to be first in command, but I didn't even want to be a wolf, so let alone be in charge of running the wolf pack. And um, that we get to camp, and Edward's already set it all up, and he's like, sincerely thanked jacob for getting her there safe because he was so worried about her i was like oh that was so sweet yeah edward's a good guy <laughs> oh gosh i love him <laughs> and so in the movie after the proposal we see bella and edward bella and edward <laughs> i like leaving the trail but they're also walking like side by side when he's trying to in the book not be near her because he doesn't want them to get his scent with her. They just want her scent there. Mm -hmm. But they're right next to each other in the movie. And then she purposefully cuts her finger so that she can leave the blood everywhere. And she's like, if this is the only thing I can do, I just want to be thorough. Whatever. So then Jacob takes her and runs with her. Oh, actually, before Jacob's running with her through the mountains, Edward calls Bella, like, Miss... I almost said Miss One. <laughs> she is Miss One. Miss Cullen. Her future Miss Cullen. Whatever. 
And she's like, don't say that when Jacob's about to be here. I don't want Jacob to know. And he's so like, she wants him focused for the battle. Dumb. How's that dumb? <laughs> she should just be up front with him. Tell him. But she didn't tell anybody else. In the book. Yeah. Or movie. In but the movie. in the movie, she was only worried about not telling him. In the book, she was worried about not telling anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so now she's running with Jacob. Well, Jacob's running with her in his arms. And they cut to a scene where you see Edward on top of a mountain in the sun. And I think that the vampire sparkles have gotten better as the movies have progressed. And so... Thank you, special effects department. Mm -hmm. So Bella is absolutely freezing because there's a big snowstorm going on outside. And you hear the one-sided story or chat from Edward, right? Because he's talking to Jacob and Jacob's doing his little like doggy noises back and back and forth. And then... Wolf noises? The wolf noises. And so then uh, eventually Jacob comes in the tent and... Oh, because Edward's like, why don't you just go fetch a space heater? Mm -hmm. And so he comes in the tent. And he's like, a space heater? Really? He's like, here's your personal space heater. <laughs> he's 108 degrees. And so he gets into the sleeping bag with Bella. And she's like, oh, my gosh. She just snuggles up to him. And he's so warm. And um, Bella sort of fell asleep. but could hear the guys. This is how we got no Bella. <laughs> but we got mm -hmm. the guys without. Unfiltered yes, Jacob and Edward. Without it, like changing the, the the dynamic of everyone yeah really the whole story yeah like wait why are we following different people now yeah <laughs> that would be so weird that like, would be weird right what and so they spoke about all sorts of stuff and like how uh jacob believes that she really does love him but uh she doesn't know it and won't admit it mm -hmm. and how why are you gonna change her like i don't want to uh says edward and uh he's like i try there's like four different options and all this sort of stuff and they just keep chatting about like anything and everything and i know there's like a bunch of stuff they talked about and mm -hmm. my mind is not and jacob asked how it felt when edward thought she was dead mm -hmm. they talk about edward thanks jacob for taking care of her during that time mm-hmm it was like a civil, like, where each of them got their little snarky. They got to air their grievances while also... They were being civilized about yeah. it, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed that chapter. It's my favorite chapter. It's the reason this is my favorite book. That whole entire chapter. Mm -hmm. uh, plus, there's I just love this book. It's such a good book. Mm -hmm. Sorry that you don't like it. <laughs> well, I don't like it. It's just not my top. <laughs> Is my top. <laughs> oh yeah, we're you're done. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so in the movie, Edward again is not calm. <laughs> he's freaking out because Bella's cold. And he's like, I don't know what I could do for you. I wish I could do something. And then Jacob comes in. In the movie, the scene it's it's so screwed up from the book. It's the most tense scene of the movie in the movie too it doesn't have him explaining all four of his options for what he could have had or for the options that he had with bella 
And they do have Jake ask how it felt when he thought Bella died. But in the book, before Edward answers, he goes, I guess, oh wait, when you thought that you'd lost her forever, how did you cope? And then Edward gives an answer, but then he goes, Edward wasn't talking about the time that he wanted to know about. And so he says, and the other time when you thought she was dead? And he says, yes, it will probably feel that way to you, won't it? The way you perceive us, you might not be able to see her as Bella anymore, but that's who she'll be. And I just like, I like that. I like the civilized, like, I get that this is why you're asking me this question and get that you're going to feel this way. But let me tell you, she's still going to be her. Like, mm-hmm. don't give up hope. <laughs> mm-hmm. So next morning comes into book into book and bella wakes up and she's like sweating right jacob's freaking hot and he fell asleep and he's like he is not hot (laughs) oh (laughs) i think taylor lautner is pretty cute he is okay (laughs) he's not like my top no but um, we all know who my top is (laughs) and so um he's like basically suffocating her because she's like because he's asleep he's like dead weight right now so edward freaking throws him off her he lands on the ground it's freezing cold so he jumps up and lands on bella she's trying to push him off of her Mm -hmm. when she's getting out of the sleeping bag she Mm -hmm. pushes him he falls onto the cold ground Bella pushed him? I thought Edward saved him. No, not yet. Because then he falls on the ground, freaks out because he fell on the ground, flips over and falls on top of Bella. And that's when Edward gets involved. Oh, I thought he was involved both times. No. Oh, okay. No. Well, anyways, so the second time when Edward is involved. You're trying to make Edward just an asshole right off the bat. Yes, I am. Uh, He shoves him in the tent and this little tiff starts off and jacob leaves and bella's pissed jacob's a little teenager (gasps) edward just shoved him into the tent because he just hurt bella it's not like he did it on purpose it's not like "Hmm, i'm gonna squish bella right now in front of her boyfriend well he could have figured life out before that (laughs) and so then they start talking about their top 10 favorite nights because he's like this was not one of my top 10 favorite nights because you kept saying my jacob and she's like oh that's just what i call jacob when he's like you know happy and normal like he's my (laughs) jacob not when he's this grumpy werewolf Mm -hmm. and so they start talking about it and then eventually edward goes one of my top 10 will definitely be the night we get married and then you hear the sad little howl and it's because Seth heard, which then in pack head Jacob heard, and it was so sad. And so Bella's I mean, like, I was like, good. And Bella's like, I need to go stop. I can't believe that you knew he was listening. And uh, Edward's like, oh my gosh, okay, I will go. I'm sorry, I'll go get him. So Edward goes off, and then Edward comes or Jacob comes back. She does not deserve him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And so Jacob comes back and he's being all super dramatic. Like, oh my gosh, you know, fine. I guess I'm going to be better off dead. I'll just, you know, end myself in the, God. in the 
See, another reason why Jacob is the worst. I'm not defending him at this point. <laughs> he's the worst. And uh, he's like, goes off. And she's like, no, 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 please. And she's begging him to stay. And finally, she's like, kiss me. And so he does. And he's like, it starts off like, sort of normal and then Jacob tries to make it more intense and that pisses Belle off so she tries to hurt him by like pulling his hair and he's like oh well she's really into this and so he goes more intense well, who in their right mind starts pulling hair to try and kissing. stop kissing right <laughs> like, like that was so dumb uh yeah. and so but then all of a sudden it's like oh my gosh Bella realizes I see a life with Jacob and I see kids and I see us growing old together. And oh my gosh, I do love him. And then all of a sudden Jacob's like, I got to go to battle. Battle starting. <laughs> Peace. Thanks. Deuces. Got my action. <laughs> That's all I wanted. <laughs> uh, okay. In the movie, I'm really bummed because they don't do their top 10 favorite nights. So that makes me sad. I liked that scene in the book. It's one of my favorites too. My next note says, I'm so confused how to take notes. <laughs> <laughs> the big difference is in the morning, Bella wakes up and Jacob's already gone. And so she comes out, is talking to Edward and is like, sorry, last night must have been rough for you. And he's like, yeah, definitely won't make my, he says it won't make my top 10 favorite nights. <laughs> but then he says, uh, one of the ones that's on my favorites is the night you said yes to marrying me. And then Jacob comes out of the trees and he's like, you're marrying him. <laughs> and then he storms off and Bill's like, ah, oh, you knew he was listening and then runs off after him. <laughs> <laughs> I like how in the book, Jake only knew about it because Seth was there not that jake came out of the trees and heard him my next note says too much wrong <laughs> so then yeah they they have a long conversation and then they kiss so yeah that happens okay cool good job movie kept some the same all right so now not enough no now edward and he comes back and Bella's mortified because she's like, oh my gosh, Seth just heard everything. And Edward's going to read Seth's mind. Uh, oh my gosh. And so sure enough, it, that happens. But Edward's like, oh, I don't care. You're only human, Bella. And Jacob was there when I was gone. And so he helped you. And it only makes sense that you would fall for him too. And he's too understanding. <sighs> Yes, it was pissing Bella off. She's like, no, hate me. Be mad at me. <laughs> pissing me off, too. <laughs> and so then they hear howling, and they knew the battle began. And so Edward's sharing everything that Seth is thinking and hearing and all this sort of stuff. And all of a sudden, he looks at Seth, and Seth looks at him. And he's like, go, because Victoria and Riley are coming. And sure enough, they come in the clearing, and Edward is talking to Riley, being like, Riley, you know, She's only using you. Her true mate was uh, James. James. She doesn't really love you. And 
Seth comes in and tears Riley's hand off and Victoria and Edward are fighting and they just going so fast. Bella doesn't know who's winning. And all of a sudden Seth's laying on the ground. He's whimpering because Bella's mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, he's dying. Poor so she, Seth. she breaks part of her arm brace off from breaking her hand earlier. She goes to stab herself like the third wife did. And, um, oh, because we didn't mention in the tent or was it the tent or somewhere Edward goes, tells Jacob, like, did you really have to? No, it wasn't the tent. It was uh, closer to when the story happened, but he was upset that the third wife's story. No, that was the tent. It wasn't the tent. Even got told. He's like, who do you think Bella's going to relate to? Mm-hmm. Sure enough, here she goes trying to kill herself to yeah. save the whole thing. Yeah. And um, but Seth gets up and it turned and he destroys Riley and Edward tears Victoria's head off and they shred the bodies up and then they burn them. And Edward's like, what the heck? Well, first he's worried because he's like, oh, my gosh, Bella's going to be so scared of me. And she's like, thank you for like saving, saving my, my life. life. <laughs> she was going to kill me. Yeah. And then um, uh, he gets mad at her. He's like, why would you go and almost kill yourself? Like, what were you thinking? So in the movie, after Belle and Jacob kiss, she comes back and is like, I'm so sorry, Edward. I don't know. Or she says something, something stupid. And <laughs> Edward's like, yeah, I know. Jacob's thoughts are pretty loud. <laughs> I'm like, no, you're supposed to know this because of Seth. But then Seth comes into the clearing or into the like little tent clearing. And he's like, oh, the battle's about to start. So then he starts giving play by play. So then it cuts to the clearing. In the book, the vampires and the werewolves go into two separate clearings. And I know this for a fact because in the short Second Life of Brie Tanner, she talks about how in the one clearing she went to, well, she like, in the whole entire book, she doesn't talk about werewolves. She's never seen the werewolves. She heard what she thought were weird howling vampires and she like could hear their feet and she was like wow those are some big loud vampires but she never saw the werewolves and in the movie the werewolves and the vampires are full on having a battle together (laughs) Mm -hmm. dumb also this is when I realized that we did not have any eclipse broken ribbon in the movie unfortunately Unlike the last two movies having their book cover in them. Yes. Trying to figure out what that was. In the movie, during the fight with Edward, Seth, Victoria, Riley, Seth doesn't end up faking being hurt. But what happens is he gets like thrown over what looks like an edge. So then Edward is taking on two vampires and then he gets to be in a precarious situation so then Bella finds a rock and cuts herself down her arm and makes herself bleed hardcore. In the book, she does not actually cut herself. But I'm glad at least, you know, she was smart and like the third wife. I don't understand yeah. why the third wife had to I know. kill herself either. I know. Kristen said this too in the commentary and she's like, why would you just kill yourself? You could have just like cut a little, little bit. It may, I don't know. She was in the moment. <laughs> yeah, she was in the moment. And I also think... I'm pretty sure Tahaki. I think Tahaki had just died, and the son is who ends up killing the vampire. Oh, so yeah. she was probably like, "Well, whatever." Just <laughs> off myself. My lover's not here. 
<laughs> Look at everyone in these stories. Oh my gosh. Seriously. <sighs> it's not that bad, guys. <laughs> okay, so so Alice says this, there's a problem. Well, first we hear this howling and Bella's like, what the heck's happening? What's happening? And Edward doesn't Edward's want keeping something from yeah, her. Yeah, doesn't want to tell her. And so they go to the clearing and Alice is like the Volturi are coming and the werewolves cannot be here because they will kill us all. And so we see though that Jacob is super hurt. Like he, we find out that he has all his bones on one side of his body are broken because he had to freaking save Leah who tried to take on a vampire by herself and all this sort of stuff. And, um, Bella noticed that one of the vampires are still there and she's confused. And Carla is like, we're going to invite her to join us. She surrendered and all this sort of stuff. But she's freaking out at Bella's smell. She's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> she just smells so good. How can you handle this? And um, then Jane and three of the other Volturi show up and they begin questioning and torturing Brie, the the, the vampire, <laughs> the vampire <nominee>. yes. <laughs> Um, and they're like, and they explained like they're like, oh, she's gonna join us, and Jane's like, no, we don't give second chances, and they freaking kill her, mm-hmm. and then they're like, or Brie, yeah, she's like, oh, it'll be quite interesting. Uh, they'll love to find out that Bella is still human too. Blah blah blah. blah. Caius, Caius, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the movie after the battle bella and edward come back to the clearing and we actually see leah go for the newborn vampire that they missed and jacob jumping in between and getting hurt (laughs) rather than it happening while they're not nearby so they see it all happen and then in the book it's very clearly stated that he does not phase back until he's back home where Carlisle can reset his broken limbs. Yeah, I love that in the book because they're like, they said, <laughs> I'm trying to get, Carlisle's like, I'm trying to get them to be, have Jacob turn back to a human because I haven't gone to veterinarian school. Yeah. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then in the movie, he just faces right back. He's human. And they're like, okay, you need to take him back to the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some poor uh, Taylor Lautner had to be completely naked for that scene. <laughs> My next note says, all messed up. Basically, this whole movie has been way messed up. <laughs> if you haven't been listening yet. <laughs> so, basically, everything happens with the vulturey, how Allie said it. All right, so then... We get back to the house and it's like right after the battle. And Bella and Alice are hanging out because their their uh, cover up story was that they were going shopping for the weekend. And so Bella's like, why does your power, Alice, work on me? But everyone else's does. She's like, well, Jasper's works on you, too. And it's because we deal with the body and not the mind. So there's something going on in your mind. hey you're close i'm super close and um 
she gets home and Charlie's there and they're talking about how Jacob is and he was in a motorcycle accident and how he has quite the mouth on him. <laughs> and Charlie said how Edward was there and he's like making sure that Charlie said how he really does like Edward because he's like, he definitely has a better sense of how to keep you safe, Bella, than uh, <laughs> Jacob would. Yep. And he does. <laughs> and so... He shares how worried he is, though, that the wolves are coming back like they were in New Moon because he hears howling while they were fishing. And then all of a sudden, Billy's like acting really weird. And he's like, we got to go home. And I got a game to watch. But then he get home. He's not even watching the game. And he's the game hasn't even started yet. Yes. And so he's like making phone calls and all this sort of stuff. And then all of a sudden you hear the wolves right outside the house. But they stop howling right when the Jacobs brought in. <laughs> and Carlisle's there and he's like says it's way worse it looks way worse than it really is and Edward's there acting like a big brother like staying by his side and with all of this commotion Charlie just is like well I'm really worried I don't know I'm superstitious or whatever but I feel like you might be running off with Edward soon and I would just love you to tell me in advance if this happens this doesn't happen in the movie there is a scene that I missed where Charlie's looking at Riley Beers's uh missing mm-hmm. picture and he had just had a meeting with his parents to still be on the look for him and Bella comes up and is like, Well, it's been like three years. Do you really think like shouldn't they just give up? And he's like, Well, I wouldn't give up if it were you. Oh, Charlie. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So Bella now goes to see Jacob and she's kind of hoping he's asleep because she's mm-hmm. like, doesn't even know what to say to him. So she's hovering in the door and that's how he's like, oh, okay, you chose Edward. And she's um, been telling you this for the last two <laughs> books. <laughs> and why are you shocked? <laughs> so he asked how Edward took the news of them kissing and Bella's like, oh, he wasn't mad at either of us. We're okay. He's like, damn, that was, you know, my last chance. And um, he kind of gets at her about, like, why would you kiss me back if you didn't really love me? And this is when she shares. Does she share right here that but she I do do- love does you. love him? And, um, and she said, it's horrible because, like, I saw our lives together and everything, but I just can't have that. And she's like, is this, is this better, me knowing this? And he's like, yes, it is, because, you know, I now I know I've done everything I can and you still have the same answer. But now I won't have any questions. And so he understands, you know, she can't go living without Edwards, like her drugs. So, you know, it's like he basically he's relating it sort of the imprinting thing. So he's he's like, okay, you know what? Fine. And so he relates to the King Solomon story about how there was two women fighting over a baby and King Solomon's like, I'll just chop the baby in half. You each can have some. And then one woman's like, no, no, don't do that. And uh, so he's relating this whole situation to that. (laughs) What an idiot. I I don't see it. I see it as him relating it as in, I'm not going to fight anymore. I'm just going to give up. Here you go. This was his last power play. Like, look, I'm doing this for you. He wouldn't. 
he says he's giving up, but he clearly, once you get to breaking down, you're like, oh, no, you did not give up this fool. <laughs> so then they spoke about the wedding for a little bit and her plans on changing and all this sort of stuff. And they uh, also had a little chat about like, oh, well, Jacob, when's a girl going to catch your eye? And maybe I'll be jealous of her or she won't be good enough for me and or like good enough for, for me. <laughs> she, I won't think she's good enough for you there and you all sorts of stuff like that. So <laughs> that's their whole little chat. I am very thankful that the movie doesn't go through Bella basically like breaking up with Jacob because she basically in the book was like, I do love you and it hurts and I can't believe I have to go through this. Then she leaves and she bawls her eyes out and Edward's sitting there and having to watch and all this bullshit. And I'm like, (laughs) for the last two books, three, including this one, you've been so obsessed with Jacob. Yeah, Edward. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you can't now turn around and be like, oh, but I am madly in love with you too. You can be in love with two people at the same time, but it, uh, it's just, it's so stupid. I, it I drives me I, insane. I guess I, had, I read this one. This is more of sure, she's sad about the double love thing, but it was more her being like, I just lost my best friend. Like we, there's no way we can be friends anymore with all of this drama going on. Yeah. But the whole entire chapter was her talking about how much she loved him. It is. Okay. She's like, I do love him and I could see our future together and it hurt so bad, but I love Edward, but I love Jacob. And I was like, girl, (laughs) why do you suck? In the movie, Jacob's also a butt. (laughs) because he like when he asks Bella if Edward was mad she's like no he wasn't mad at us at all and he's like damn he's playing better than I thought or whatever I'm like dude he's not playing a game you are (laughs) your player (laughs) Um, so as Bree just said they go home she goes home and Charlie's like freaking out that Jake Jake wasn't okay because Bella looks like she's freaking been sobbing. She's like, no, I just had to tell Jacob something. And he's like, really? That was really sweet though. In the book when she leaves his house and she is in the truck and she's crying and Edward comes and drives and drives her truck at the speed limit of her truck rather than trying to make her drive faster. Yeah. Super cute it is <laughs> i love edward give me his scenes damn it and so then um charlie's like this better not affect his healing and uh they go up to uh uh bella goes to bed and she's just sobbing and cries all night long the next morning edward's like did you choose the right person i don't think you did you know you oh, you, she did you choose you, i think you you love jacob too much for all this no and then she they, loves you then they just start quoting Withering Heights to each other. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, I thought it was hilarious that she quoted uh she quoted the scene that we that I was pissed about in the <laughs> in our podcast. Really? Yeah, because they messed up her quote about how much she loved Heathcliff. Well, maybe that's why you were mad about that. That's her <laughs> probably <laughs> quotes it in my favorite book. <laughs> 
How dare you guys not even quote it? <laughs> Proper. So then we jump to Alice showing Bella her wedding dress. It's very 18th century, just like Edward. And Bella loves it so much. And so you talk about the ground rules, like no, or Bella, Bella gets the vetoes she wants for the invite list. If Alice goes too crazy, Bella will hate her forever. And the date will be August 13th because that's one month before she turns whatever. 19. Thank you. 19. And so then they go to the meadow and her and Edward, they're talking. And she's, he's like, why, why do you finally agree to a large wedding? She's like, oh, you know, I've been thinking, I think Charlie and my mom and friends, they all deserve some type of closure because they're never going to see me again or at least, you know, not the same. Mm-hmm. And Edward's like, okay, deal's off, you know, let's do it. And he tries, <laughs> tries to, you know, have sex with her. And Bella's like, what the? F- no! <laughs> like, <laughs> my God. Mr. Chance. <laughs> and she's like, no, you can't just back out on this. And he's like, well, I want you to do the wedding because you want to do the wedding. And she's like, I will never want to do the wedding. So... This is this the is the best, best you're getting. Yes, and so he puts the ring on her. He's like, "It will stay there forever." Hell yeah, well. <laughs> In the movie, after the scene with Bella and Jake, it cuts to Bella and Edward in the meadow. We get them in the meadow again, and Edward's just like, "So you're okay with the big wedding, and you're gonna let Alice be in charge?" Of the <laughs> what it's literally the line says you're gonna let alice be in charge of the wedding the guest list the reception everything that she just said that she doesn't want her to be in charge of oh my gosh i only just got that (laughs) uh and basically then bella comes up with this stupid like speech about how she never fit in but now that she's with him she fits in and it's perfect and she was meant to be a vampire the only thing that i'm glad about in this scene is she then says that she they're going to have to do something dangerous they're gonna have to tell charlie and it's a good thing he's bulletproof Mm -hmm. edward not charlie (laughs) yes that was cute yeah. And that's the end of the movie. Yep. And then it goes into one of my favorite songs. I'm all yours. It's actually called Eclipse. Cute. Mm-hmm. But there's one more chapter of the book. And this is now Jacob's thoughts. So me being an audiobook reader, having a female <laughs> reader this whole time, and then all of a sudden a male reader. Like, what the? F-? Okay. And so I'm listening. And it's Jacob. And he's sitting somewhere alone. And he's just pissed off because, you know, Bella's getting married. <laughs> and uh, Leah comes up and he's like, can you just shut up? Like, we're tired of hearing about Bella. And then he jabs at her saying, well, we're tired of hearing about you and Sam. And she's like, ah, low blow. And she like goes away. And Jacob's just mad. And he goes back to his house. And he's mad because she faced. And now he can't. Oh, yeah. Because he'll hear the he'll hear all her thoughts. So now mm-hmm. he has to just walk and be in this pain. And uh, he goes to his house and billy hands him a wedding invitation and has a note from edward saying that bella didn't want to send this to you because she didn't want you to feel obligated you had to come and be awkward 
but if it was reversed, I would want to be able to choose if I wanted to come. And thank you for letting me have her. I will take great care of her. And then Jacob turns into Wolf and goes running. And the other pack tries to stop him, but Sam's like, nope, let him go. And this is where I'm like, oh, crap. Because I finally, being from Jacob's point of view, is like, oh, I see now the true love this whole time. <laughs> but reading it from Bella's point of view, and I was thoroughly like, is it because the audiobook reader screwed it up? Or is it because it's from Bella's point of view? And I think we agreed that it's because yeah, Bella's it's point of view. Bella's point of view, for sure. And so... Heck, even Robin Christen said it. Yeah. But I really liked Jacob's story like i like reading into it it made me sad though because he's like i like it because you get him he's so much more punky <laughs> i just love his punk attitude nope he's a bad boy <laughs> no <laughs> not at all no he's not he's just he's a sad sad wolf man he won't be for long <laughs> That was it. We did it, you guys. We did it. Woohoo. That was fun. That was. That was long. <laughs> All right, you guys. So IMDB cast 52 people for this movie. And we know a lot of them. So we're going to pick and choose which <laughs> ones best go with this movie. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like, like we know them. <laughs> oh. We do personally you do mm -hmm. sort of kind of yeah kind of all right okay we're gonna talk about some colon some family cast yeah okay. we had a lot of colon moments okay so we are gonna start off with nikki reed as rosalie i love her i do too she's a great rosalie yeah she seemed very um mm -hmm. prissy. prissy yeah which is funny because when you like see her in real life she's really not really she's, yeah she's really like down to earth and really sweet oh that's cool mm -hmm. okay jackson rathborn is that how you say his name rathbone ah dang <laughs> born sounds way cooler <laughs> jasper yeah jasper i like him yeah he's good yeah. yeah i mean i just don't like jasper but yeah. he did good for jasper yeah. yeah i know this is the movie where i kind of like I like him more than I do because of this movie or book. Mm -hmm. You learned his story. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But he's still one of my least favorites. Yeah. All right. Xavier Samuel. Oh. Blade um, Riley. Yep. Why did you say, oh. Samuel is a last name. I've never heard that <laughs> as a last name <laughs> <know>. before. Right. <laughs> yeah. He did good. Yeah. Riley. He was good. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad that they gave him actual like scenes. Right. It was fun watching the yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. It's it was good. I'm glad they did it. Yeah. Judell Ferdland. Played Brie Tanner. I love her. The Just... character or her? The actress. The character. <laughs> <laughs> I think she did fine. <laughs> I don't know. You wanted me to play Brie. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> Same. But then I would have fought to stay alive. I am been like, I'm going to show that vampire dude who's with that human chick what he's missing. <laughs> I, okay. I don't, okay, here's where my thoughts are. So, not 
reading the short story. Short story. Okay. Just from Eclipse, you get that one scene at the end with her, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously this the movie had her in it way more. Yeah. But just that one scene at the end, and she obviously isn't as evil as the other vampires because she gave up, right? Yeah. Yeah. But she seemed mighty calm in the movie. Yeah. Like she's supposed to be like almost held back by some of them, right? No. At some point when she's like, I can't stand it. How can you like They're just guarding her. They're not like holding They're guarding her. Back. her. Okay. They're just kind of like blocking her from Bella. Okay. But she like freaks out, right? Mm-hmm. And this girl just kind of stood there the whole time. I think she was a fine I choice. Think... She just I feel like she didn't act. It's funny because for the short story, she did great. <laughs> Based on what I have read. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wouldn't recast her. I would just be like, okay, you got to act like Bella in your vicinity is like You're still painful like a three month old vampire. Yeah. She was pretty chill for a three yeah. month old. Yeah. So I don't know. That was my only thoughts, but I mean, okay. I wouldn't recast her. I see it. I see it. Bryce Dallas Howard. God. <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard. Thank you. Uh-uh. I actually probably said it right. And in my head, I went too fast and it jumbled it in my brain. <laughs> I think you just kind of like, I think you added a D at the end of Dallas, but <laughs> no, that was it. Probably. It wasn't bad. <laughs> I heard it fine. <laughs> Played Victoria. So she was recast because yes, she was. the other girl couldn't do it. Yeah. And she was originally supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So. I thought she did fine. Yeah, I think she was great. I liked her. Yeah, I I am sad because we had Rochelle for so long that I remember when it was Bryce, I was like, she doesn't look right. She's not right because I had just been watching Mm -hmm. Victoria for two, well, it wasn't two years, but for however many years prior. It was two years. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I was bummed, but she did good. Yeah, I liked her a lot. Mm -hmm. I know. I actually don't know who I liked better. I know. It's kind of a toss up. Mm -hmm. Like I like Rochelle because she was the first Victoria, Mm -hmm. but then Bryce does it very well too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I almost wish though, because I feel like her curls are kinky curls and they didn't make original Victoria's kinky curls. I know. So I like wish that they made her curls a little bit more lengthy. I think it's weird that they changed the hair so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm like, you changed the actress. Don't, don't need change, to change the, the hair, hair too. Yeah. yeah. The only I think it's just one was natural and the other one isn't a natural right. curly hair, so they had to curl her hair and then that makes sense. That's how it turned out. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, where are we? Dakota <laughs> Fanning plays Jane. Yeah. Dude, she's evil. <laughs> I think she did good. I mean, yeah. I've always I, known like her as jane like when i started reading it so yeah. i didn't think of anyone else yeah i in my head jane was a way smaller kid like i pictured the twins to be like oh a little bit younger oh yeah so like i think mm. dakota fanning younger would have been perfect so like when i went in and i first saw her i was like oh she's a little bit older than i would have wanted oh interesting but i didn't okay recast. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, like I said, I've always known yeah. her as it. So. Yeah. So you went into <laughs> it like you're perfect. Yes. <laughs> Daniel Cudmore plays Felix. Was Felix her brother or one of the henchmen? We did her brother in New Moon. He's one of the henchmen. He's oh. the tall henchman. Okay. Great. 
Yes. Okay. Yes. He's actually really tall in person. He's like almost seven feet tall. Holy cow. It's insane. Yeah. Charlie Bewley? 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 I don't know. Dimitri. Another henchman? The blonde. The blonde henchman. Okay. The only one that was wearing tan. Okay. I was okay. like, why are you wearing tan and everyone else is wearing black? That's <laughs> weird. Uh, I think he's good looking. Okay. I'll have to see him good. again. Is he in the next one? All right. Well, I'll figure it out. Tyson Houseman plays Quill. Yeah, Quill. Quill's finally... He's here. A werewolf. Yeah. And he likes it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. He's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kiowa? Kiowa? Gordon yep. plays Embry. He did good. Yeah. Another friend of Jacob's. Yep. Boo-boo Stewart. Boo-boo. <laughs> All right. He plays oh, Seth. Yeah. I stopped. I was just like... <laughs> Seth Clearwater. Love him my so gosh. Much. Me too. So boo-boo was my first 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 celebrity encounter um ever ever ever, oh. ever. so for my graduation present when i had to go because graduation i got to i graduated that night slept woke up had to go to arizona for orientation for college and like me and mom drove down so like we hit a few stops along the way and in Arizona, my aunt was super excited because she didn't tell me. She was like, we've got your graduation present for you. And I was like, cool, great. Thanks. It was like graduation and birthday present. And I was like, okay, whatever. Get there. At this point in my life, I also did not know about conventions. Okay. <laughs> so I had no idea what to expect, what was going to like go on. They had got me tickets to the Twilight Convention. And then they had like a, they had like a little ball is what they called it afterwards so like my aunt even was like bring your prom dress because she thought that would be perfect for (laughs) so she took me to this twilight convention and it was amazing and like i watched uh alex braz talked about the scene that he did with bella with with bella with Kristen Mm -hmm. when bella slaps him and it was just so cool but they didn't pay for me to meet any of the celebrities, understandably so, because yeah. it's, like, ridiculously expensive. I think Boo Boo costs, like, I think it was, like, $200 to get a picture with him. Wow. But he, at this convention, it wasn't, like, at the convention we went to where it's, like, behind the drapes and uh-huh. you can't go back there. He was just hanging out in this room. And my aunt was like, oh, hey, look, it's the werewolf kid. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. And she's like, do you want to meet him? And I was like, it's going to cost money. I And she's like, no, let's go ask. So then she went up to the security guard and was like, hey, is it, my niece is a huge fan. Can she meet him? And he was like, oh, yeah, of course. And like he had heard the conversation because he turned to come and like say hi to me already. Aww. And so he like put his hand out and was like, hi, good to meet you. And I was like, hi. And I shook his hand and then he pulled me in for a hug. Do you have a picture? No, ah. because it would have cost money for the picture. Dang! <laughs> I know. But your uh, aunt wasn't there sneaking pictures? She wanted to really badly, but the security guard was right next to her. Yeah, so. and he was already super nice. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the whole time I sat there giving him a hug, and I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then, like, he was like, of course, like, shook my hand and i was like thank you as we're leaving Aww. and my aunt was like oh my god 
so cute. Yeah. Uh, but I have a picture from when I saw him on the red carpet. Okay, cool. Or, well, not on, on the red carpet. He was at the fan camp. All right, we'll post that on yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, I was so glad to finally get a picture with him because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I wish I had a picture from. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Also, he was like very young. Yeah. But he was taller than me when he hugged me and he was very buff. Uh, <laughs> I was oh, like, yeah, oh, I believe it. <laughs> if you're a werewolf, you gotta be. <laughs> oh, well, cool. Yeah, my Seth. <laughs> Seth is also my favorite werewolf, so, you know. Yeah, that this helps. was I was going to say, because I went into meeting him and like in my head, I was like, you have to tell him he plays your favorite werewolf. Mm-hmm. But then he hugged me on. That's <laughs> it. All out the window. <laughs> all right. Cool. Awesome. That's all our cast for the. Oh, well, dang. Save. <laughs> I was like, where are our other questions? <laughs> all right. Is the theme of the book and movie the same? Yes. Yeah. I say so. Did the character stay true? No. Not at all. I don't think so. No. Edward was never calm. He never got his moment to be good to the wolves. I'd say Bella kind of stood the, stayed the same. No, there was a thing that Bella did that was not Bella at all. Oh, yeah. What was it? Crap. We just talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was way at the beginning, though. Yeah. Let us know if you remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to edit it and remember like damn that was a easy it was something about like not giving in or something like that i can't remember and then jacob also was too intense too intense yeah yeah bummer bummer yeah all right you want true authentic authenticity go read the book Mm -hmm. the book's amazing like i said it's my favorite in the series it's so good yep i really we answered no to your favorite book and for my favorite of, character yeah. <laughs> yeah it killed me when i realized it when Aww. i was taking the notes i sat there and i was like oh edward isn't himself hmm. sad mm-hmm. <laughs> well which do you prefer book or movie one guess <laughs> i also prefer the book <laughs> what if i was like incorrect movie <laughs> i would be like oh okay explain <laughs> yeah book book is immensely better yeah i think it's just more fun i think like they do not even just edward but like jacob and bella they like hype them up yeah in the movie whereas yeah. like they do act different in mm-hmm. the book and i like their book characters better I like I said, I wish I wish we got I almost said Rob. Which technically yes, Rob. But I wish we got calm Edward. Uh-huh. Because the only time you see him calm in the movies is basically when he's gotten his way. Yeah. Which is not the case. Right. Like, he once he's with the person he knows he's gonna be with, everything else is butter. Mm-hmm smooth as butter if yeah. you didn't get that <laughs> butter okay yeah yeah it makes me sad yeah well, okay. let's see what next week brings yes I breaking dawn oh my god i'm how, excited how far are you in i just that like chapter two. Oh, she doesn't even know why i'm excited yeah all i know I is that wait. uh seth is like the best he's he is he reminds me of jacob before jacob was a werewolf what all has happened with seth 
It's just the phone call. Okay. Never mind. And so, but I'm like, oh, that's, I, that's how I wanted Jacob the whole time. And so I'm glad that there is one werewolf that fills my need. <laughs> he fills my need because oh, he's like everything I hate about the werewolves. He is not. I know. I like him a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we got a mini toad. Yep. Thrown in. Just for you. Just for you. Yeah. Okay, you guys. That was fun. We did it. We did. All right. All right. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for sticking with us. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, we would greatly appreciate it if you subscribed, rate, and reviewed. You can also follow us on Facebook at Offscript, Instagram at Offscript Podcast 21, and TikTok at Offscript underscore pod. Shoutouts to Madame Ashen Creations for our adorable logo art. And Adam Daniel for our incredible theme song. And to Creative Cinephile Productions for producing our podcast. See See you next time. time!